Material Components Episode 35 Links in the Chain Greetings, and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers, how you doing? Doing good. 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 Oh, nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, guys. Uh, I am Olivia, and I will be playing Tears of Cloakbearer, Child of the Outer Storm. I am Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer. Uh, I am Michael, and I am playing Sid Emberlight, Half-Elf Rogue. And I'm Reed, and I'm playing Grawl, the Hobgoblin Warlock. Indeed. And I would like to begin this session the way I have begun no other session in the past, which is by asking all of you to roll for initiative. No. <laughs> and as you do Why? that, I will give a brief recap. Because as our heroes journeyed on the trail of the Realm Scars, they had traveled to the town of Blue Gulch, and following rumors of corruption and cultish intrigue, they had struck to the southwest, moving through the farmlands. They were continuously more spooked until they found the Ettenson farmstead completely, seemingly abandoned. Having rescued some of the farmers that were left there, they made their way to a creepy farmhouse. Sid put his nose where it didn't belong, and a creature made almost entirely of chains, blood, and dark red light has noticed his presence. So... What do we have for initiatives? 25 to 20. What do we got? Me. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I have a plus four, and also I got an, a nat 20. Whoop, whoop. Here's a... Does Tears... No longer. Do we get... Yeah. Do we get yes, a, a all bonus? of you get a plus three. Yes, okay. I will say you are all crowded behind Sid when he had opened this door. Oh, in that case, I got uh 20 okay. initiative. So, 15 to 20? Um, that would be a 17 for Grawl. 17 for oh, Grawl. God. That just leaves us with... <laughs> I got a 7. Cherish no! Seven. <laughs> Which I only got because of that aura thing. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been a 4. Because I rolled a Solid. 3. <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah. right as we start things off, Sid, you have glanced into what may have once been a sitting room of the Ettenson farmstead. It is there you saw a room completely swathed in red neon chains. A creature dangled at the center of this strange web, its flesh completely covered in these horrible barbed glowing chains. It had turned to stare at you, and as it does, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. At the top of this combat. <laughs> uh, that would be uh, 13. That's no good. 13 is not good enough. 
So, Sid, as you are staring wide-eyed into the center of this room, you see the chains rippling, coming alive, moving as though to attack. You are suddenly stunned, because the figure dangling at the center of this web isn't some demonic, devilish creature. You see short, blonde hair. Oh. Leather armor. Okay. A sword hanging at her uh, hip. Okay. Okay. All blood, right. Blood spattered across her face. Mm-hmm. Hoisted by these chains into the center of the room, you see your mother. Okay. You see Angela. Well, I'm mad now, so that's good. <laughs> you are also suffering from the frightened condition. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you know what that does? Uh, it means I cannot step closer to the uh, opponent, and I cannot... Or, or, and my attacks have disadvantage against it, is that correct? I believe so. Let me double check. Hey, I just want you guys to know that in, like, two more levels, you won't be able to be frightened while standing next to me anymore. Sucks that this is happening now. Yeah, yeah. yeah so in 68 episodes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Three years from now. Yes. <laughs> so, listen. Yeah. While frightened, a creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is in sight, and you cannot willingly move closer to the source of your fear. Uh, ability checks and attacks? Yes. While you are seeing the source of your fear. Okay. Okay. So, that brings us to the top of the round with Tirza. So, this will affect what I do. Um, does that register at all? Listen, on like, Sid's like, face? Or oh, like, oh, yeah. 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 What, like not- what exactly is the reaction? Uh, I think he, like, steps backwards away from the door. So there's a hard step backwards with a look of absolutely petrifying fear on Sid's face. And can I see the red light pouring out of the room? There is a thin strip of red light that moves from the top of Sid's head down across his body, painting him with just that single strip of neon red. Cool. Uh, I have a feeling I know what... Uh, what that is, so I am going to body check Sid out of the way and throw the door open. Fair enough. So you throw the door open, and you see this nightmare hellscape of writhing neon red chains, this discotheque of horrible barbed torture implements. The worst one. <laughs> uh, it, it does not look like Angela to me, is that correct? Nope. Okay. Cool. I would like to uh, storm strike this fool. All right. Give me an attack roll. Well, that's not awesome. But uh, <laughs> how's the sixteen? Sixteen is a hit. Oh, sweet. Hell yeah. All right. Um, and, I'm and assuming... that's with, with my Warhammer. Okay. 
this room isn't big enough for that to be a problem, I don't think. Um, no. That is six bludgeoning. Okay. And... It needs to make a dexterity saving throw for the lightning. It does. But it has disadvantage on that roll because you hit with the, the strike. Yes. But since it has advantage on the save anyway, it's just a straight roll. All right, well. Ooh, but that's a low roll. So, that is only going to be... Yeah, five's not going to do it. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it, it won't. Uh, I rolled, let's see, 21 lightning damage. Wowza. And um, can I spend a spell slot to make this a divine smite as well? Or does that not work when channeling divinity? So with divine smite, I believe it has to be a melee weapon attack. Uh, the... Oh, you're right. It's only... I was just looking at all of my smites, and mm -hmm. my other one is the one that doesn't have to be melee. Alright. That's fine. That'll be next time. So 21 yeah. lightning damage? Yeah. Wowzers. Alright. So, that happens. That will bring us to Sid. Uh, so, Sid um, put, he turns around, puts his back to the wall, so the door is just to the side. It's been flung open at this point. Is the door um, going to be so, to your left or to your right? It's going to be to my left. Okay, so you are standing between the door into the sitting room and the front door. Right. Yes, uh, that is correct. Um, and I think he's just going to try and collect himself. Um, and just like, it's, it's just like the doppelganger. It's just an illusion. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. Okay. And that's what you spend your turn doing? Yep. All right. You shake off the fear. Cool. At the end of your turn. Uh, that brings us to Grawl. Um, am I, am it, I still stunned? You were never stunned. Oh, I thought you said stunned. Nope, am just uh, frightened. Okay, cool. Perhaps I used um, the word stunned as like a, you were stunned with fear, but not yes. technically stunned. Gotcha, okay. Um, has the creature started like moving? at all like as did it notice Sid you or... have you have yeah. no idea you didn't see most of okay. this okay okay um... <laughs> to, to you guys I just stepped into the doorway and fucking storm struck into a room and there was a crack yeah. <laughs> uh, my brain tells me that it's not exactly smart to be like indoors in a confined space. So, so to give you a brief visual as Tirza flung mm -hmm. this door open, now there's just this wave of red light pouring out, Tirza's shadow falling back across the hallway as she's just wreathed in this neon red glow. Cool. Terrific. Um, yeah. Uh, did we leave the... We came in through the front door, right? No. Came nope. into the back. No, came back into door? the back. Okay. The front doors are, like, right in front of us, uh, basically. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm gonna open up the front doors. I'm okay. Gonna... Yeah. The wan sunlight from outside comes pouring in. Um, it, is it... Nothing's happening outside or anything like that? It's still just calm? As, the most far, part? as far as you can tell. Yeah. Okay. 
uh, I'm going to get out outside. All right. Is that what you do with your whole turn? Uh, yeah, considering I haven't seen this thing yet, unless I can, as I'm moving past the door, send in a, uh, um, uh, a Hexblade's curse. I'll say this much. As you're moving past the door behind Tirza, you see just this kaleidoscope of blacks and reds, and you hear just the grinding of chains. You should totally just, like, over-the-shoulder Hexblade. Yeah, just throw one in there. But I'm afraid, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I... I can't... Can I... Can I do that, Mike? Then It's... Is it like a cacophony of, like, non-specific things happening in there? Or is it like there's a specific origin to it? I would say it's very difficult to tell what precisely is going on in that room for several reasons. One, Tirza is standing in the door. Two, it is a cavalcade of chains, so being able to pick out the particulars of what is happening within that maddening, writhing, clanking mess, it would take Mm -hmm. you a moment to sort of discern where the central body of this thing is. Okay. In that case, no, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to go outside. Okay. How far out do you get? Because from where your position was, I would say you could probably get about 15 feet away, which would take you off the front porch. Okay. Yeah, I'll go, I'll do a full, the 15 and get off the porch. Okay. That will bring us to Cheney McChainerson. Mm-hmm. There will be a low pulsing moan from the room. All of the chains will suddenly go slack for a moment. The creature that had been suspended in the center of the room will fall to the ground onto one knee and then slowly rise, this blanket of chains just draping off of its shoulders, beginning to slither off of the walls, seeping towards this creature. Cherish, where are you located at this very moment? Uh, I think I'm standing behind Tirza. Okay, so directly behind Tirza? Yeah, okay. more or less. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. The chains... What's up, homie? ...all around it <laughs> will suddenly gain a life of their own and begin writhing through the air as though octopus tendrils just whipping around, creating a, a, a veil in front of this creature. Cherish and Tirza, I need you to make perception checks. Okay. Uh, 17 was mine. Nine. Nine. Oh, no. Uh, Read these dice that you gave me are beautiful, but, like, your stink is never going to come off of them. Yeah, no, I know. (laughs) I know. That was a test. You failed. I'm also <laughs> using I'm also using the magic read dice, and they're working out pretty well for me. Yeah, mine have been going okay. Tirza. Mm-hmm. All around the room, you see close to 20 tiny little circular rings of energy suddenly ignite on the walls, the ceiling, the floor, and slithering chains will just go shooting into them. Like holes in the world, these chains will just ripple out of this creature into these, what you think are, they look like miniature realm scars that are opening Mm -hmm. around this thing. 
Oh, cool. Ooh. I <laughs> can, can I is it I mean, I might have to do this on my turn, which is fine. Can I make an investigation check to see if uh my character and is smart enough to figure out what's going on with these bad boys? That is something you're going to have to do during your own turn. Yep. Okay, that's f- that's fair and fine. Might yeah. not matter. <laughs> so you see what started as probably close to two dozen chains being quickly reduced. Now it seems there are probably only about eight of these things draping around the creature, swirling around. And with those eight, it will lash out with a series of attacks. Um, I'm going to say three for Cherish and three for Tirza. So Tirza, 15 does not hit your AC? No. Okay, so the chains just go ricocheting off of your shield, because that was the highest attack roll it did on you. But then a cascade of them will leap past you, going for the tiefling behind you. Can I impose disadvantage on one of those? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm guessing an 11 does not hit. Nope. Uh, Cherish, all right. So for the other two, a... Seven, nope, that is, uh, yes, 17? Yes. Yes, uh, I'd like to use a reaction to oh. de-shield, though. Alright, cast shield on yourself. Does a 25 get past your shield, though? I think I did those in the, the best order I could. Yes, you absolutely did. So the chain will lash out Past you, Tirza, it will wrap itself around Cherish, dealing 14 slashing damage as its barbed Whoa. and hooked metal will tear into your flesh, wrapping around you, around your left arm, and just jerking you tight. You are now grappled. Okay. Oh God, I can't. This is all that Sid sees at this point. Yes, is just an arm sticking out of the room or a chain. Yeah, it's a chain. What, si- uh-huh. what Sid sees is tentacular chains lurching out of the room past Tirza, one of them whipping around and wrapping around Cherish, who lets out a cry as she's like jerked partially into the room, almost into Tirza's back. That will bring us to Cherish. I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need to find my grapple thing. I remember what it says, but... Okay. Eh. Oh. This is, uh, uh, is going to be so much fun. Just to let you know, a grappled creature... Oh well, yeah, I found it. I'm oh. good. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, for our listeners, yeah. a grappled creature's oh, speed becomes zero, and... It the yeah you basically everything have to escape sucks. the grapple to move. My speed is zero and everything sucks. I mean, it's not nearly as bad as incapacitated or paralyzed. True. Yes. It could be so oh, much worse. It could be so much worse. I could just be straight up dead, you know. And on fire. Remember that. Actually, See, that's that wouldn't be so deal. bad. I so get. I only bad. get half yeah. damage on that. Okay. Yeah, but if nope. you're dead. Okay, you're great. Dead. Uh. Oh, and that's not even a nine. It's a six. Um, seven. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I don't no. think. Well, my 13 didn't work, so. Uh, you have a plus two on that, so it's actually nine. an eight. Oh, an eight. Yeah, sorry. I rolled a six. <laughs> Why does she get a plus two? 
Because she's right next to me. And I have my aura that... Was that going the whole time? Yes. Would that have... So that would have worked on me? Yeah. I don't know if that would have saved you, though. I I would have got 15, but for narrative, for the narrative, I'm totally fine with me getting frightened because that was really awesome. I'll say this much. Tirza, you were maybe like 15 feet back. Uh, when that happened with Sid, so you charged yeah. forward to throw the door open, so you weren't quite close enough to get Sid into the oil. Yeah, that works Ooh. for me. Okay. That's fine. Cherish. Uh, that anyway, also means so I, I body check. So I got an eight. Yes. Cherish, as you stare up at the source of this chain, it's no longer a chain. It's a, a wreathing whip of flame, and it's heading straight back to a horned figure that is smiling malevolently at you. Its body is wreathed in shadows. It's indistinct, but it grins wickedly as it holds this whip of fire, and it mouths the words, I love you. Cool. Cool. (laughs) You are my dad. You're my dad. Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. So I'm also, I'm, I'm grappled and frightened. Correct. Love it. <laughs> Love it. And it is your turn. I mean, yeah, like, oh, hey, I'm going to make a strength check to get out of here at disadvantage. This is, you are doing that as your turn? Isn't that what, like, do I have to do that? No. No. You just can't move. Until and you have disadvantage against attacks. Yeah. Oh, but I have a cool thing that lets me not have to use somatic components when I do my spells. Always forget about that. I think you can still. Can she still use her hands? Yeah, right? it's just it's just that like your you can still is zero. Yeah, you you can still use actions. You know, mm-hmm. I just thought that I was like like tied up. No, well, it, I would imagine it's maybe around your like chest, but you can still like you know. No, specifically, there's the uh, the paralyzed, petrified, and uh, what's the other one? Restrained uh, things are much more restrictive, whereas grapple yes. is pretty specific. It's literally restrained. just your movement. I forgot restrained was a separate thing from grappled. My bad. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, well, cool. Yeah, I'm going to cast Magic Missile um, at my dad, quote-unquote, uh, at third level. Okay. Here's my thing. So that's five D four. So specifically at the creature at the center of this? Yes. Not the chains? Yeah. Okay. Not the chains. Okay. I think I'm I think I'm too spooked to kind of think about this logically. Whatever works for you. Yeah. Okay, three, five, seven, eleven, fourteen. Fourteen. Very good. All right. Anything else you would like to do on your turn? I mean, you can't really move, so unless you have a bonus action of some kind. No? I mean, I... Mm, 
<laughs> I appreciate you pouring through literally books and cards and things to figure out if anything yeah, cast as a bonus sorry, action. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I can cast Misty Step as a bonus action. I'm just not sure if it's like if that's like narratively interesting at the moment, though. Technically, you can't actually. Because you <gasps> cast. Right, I can't. Because you cast. The spell thing. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I always forget about that. Everyone always um, does. Right. Everyone always does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then, uh, yeah, I'm the, uh, that's me. That's right. me. Okay, so. Let's see. Tirza, Sid, and Cherish, could you please give me perception checks? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. I'm oh. very focused on this spooky boy. It's fine. I'm here. Uh, yeah. 19. Not 20. Oh! And I botched. Cool. <laughs> Grawl's not here. Grawl's outside. Grawl is outside. <laughs> He's enjoying oh. a nice, beautiful day. <laughs> I like the red light. Sid, Cherish... Yeah. You see the doors at the end of the hallway from where you came burst open. Oh, Christ. And yeah. these <laughs> old mages' tits. Horrid, blue-skinned folks with chains wrapped around their bodies. Somewhere on their bodies, you'll notice a, a gaping hole in reality where this chain is pouring out of it, wrapping around this creature, seeming to jerk it around like a marionette. And they will come pouring down the hallway. The door just behind Cherish, Sid, you're looking directly at it, also bursts open. Cool. So. That's bad. It is bad. It's very bad. Most of the ones coming down the hallway from where you came have to spend their whole turn moving, but there is now a crowd of them choking the hallway coming towards you. The three that are coming out of the room just in front of you, Sid, are going to be lunging. Two of them coming at you and one of them coming at Cherish. The one that is attacking Cherish is going to have advantage because yeah. you are grappled. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a natural 20. Oh, cool. No, uh, that's bad. Continuing my fun tradition. tradition of going unconscious, because I have 21 hit points at the Mo, so we'll see. You need to make a constitution saving throw. At disadvantage. Because of the fear, yep. Yeah. Uh, you still have your plus twos. Yeah, and I have let's a plus four to Constitution actually, saving throws. Let me too, check. So. Frightened real quick. Um, actually, no. It is just ability checks and attack rolls. It does not include saving throws. Ah, nice. Okay. So, that's okay. nice. Okay. That is. So I have a plus six to this, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't die. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. That's oh what yeah. I'm talking about. You pass it with a plumb. This creature, who you now see, their hands have these weird rents in the fingertips and these long black claws that look to be made of the same material as the chains rip out at you and you are going to be taking 12 slashing damage. Okay. Ah. Okay. It, it was the constitution saving throw you really didn't want to miss. Yeah. yeah. It's good to know. Still at nine. For, so that's for, not amazing. Mm -hmm. Fun narrative purposes. Does Cherish recognize this person? Or what was this person? Um, 
maybe they were a farmhand here. I don't know if you'd necessarily know them off the top of your head. Uh, yeah. If you and wanna... I'm not making a history check to <laughs> fucking figure it out. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I don't you use Spanish can. on it you can anyway. make it in disadvantage, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So, Sid, I'm guessing... Wow, those are just terrible. Yeah, the highest roll was a 10. None of those hit. Um, oh, no. So the other undead creatures are s- trying to slam you up against the wall. You're dodging back and forth. You hear the splintering of wood behind you and the squelching of meat and the rattle of chains. Cool. That brings uh, us to the chains. So the oh animated God. chains that are in the room will lash out with another series of attacks, all going for Tirza. Cool. Let's see. <sighs> Highest roll there is a 25, which I think hits. I'm that not sure it. about a 17, though. No. No. Okay. And that is another 25, but the other two definitely not. So, two hits on Tirza. That is okay. going to be... Oh, lame. Seven slashing damage. Okay. <laughs> All right. That brings us back to the top with Tirza. Awesome. Cool. Uh, And those ones don't grapple me, right? No, they do not. Okay. That's good. Um, Where... I'm assuming my Warhammer is, like, at the feet of this spooky boy. Yeah. This chain homie, as it were. (laughs) Um, I'm assuming I'll have some attacks of opportunity, but I'd like to go get it, please. Okay. So, rushing right in the, the center of this chain-laden maelstrom. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes, you'll be receiving at least one attack of opportunity. That's cool. (laughs) I love Tirza so much. (laughs) That is a... Hey, it... 26 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. So, that is going to be 12 slashing damage as this thing rakes a chain across you as you try to get close. Okay. You feel it trying to wrap around you, but it is not currently grappling you yet. Okay. Um, and like, yeah, aberrations and fiends will know my blade and no death, so I would like to pick this bad boy up and, and give him a little smackaroo. And by bad boy, I'm assuming you mean I'm, the hammer, not, the hammer. S- not <laughs> suplex the chain devil. <laughs> As, oh, but if you as, can that's do that. also a good it's option, though, so if you good. think about as, it. <laughs> <laughs> also... What is your strength? Leon uh, Kennedy style. Pretty, you know, it's pretty okay. Um, I would like to... Uh, yeah, I'd like to attack, please. So, reaching down and scooping up the hammer right at this thing's feet. It is staring you directly in the eyes as you come back up with the hammer. And the only thing you see of this creature is its eyes. And it is between two just ever... You can see the chains now that you're this close, just slowly grinding across this thing's flesh as you're watching each barbed line of chains moving in opposite directions with each other. And... Yeah, it's horrifying, so please make an attack roll. Um, and you know what? 
I I I changed my mind though really quick. Looking into its eyes just fills me with some extra hatred. I'm going to uh oh. cast branding smite really quick. Crap, I am absolutely <laughs> sorry. I forgot some one very important part here, and that's for you to make mm-hmm. a wisdom saving throughout the top of your turn. Oh yeah. That's okay. Start your turn that's... within eyesight of this thing. That's totally fine. Um Where is my Okay. Uh, that is a 17. Yeah, okay, all of this still proceeds as planned. Cool. Um, I would like to cast Branding Smite, just real quick, and then I... Yeah, and then I'd like to attack. Do it. Uh, that's a 21. 21's gonna hit. I'd like to expend a spell slot at second level to do Branding Smite, or to do Divine Smite, (laughs) please and thank you. So you're doing Branding Smite on top of a Divine Smite. I oh, am. Oh, paladins! It's it's it smites all the way down. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, oh, paladins! Um, so that's gonna be. Uh, Warhammer is four bludgeoning bludgeoning damage. The branding smite is, um, six rad- radiant damage, and. Sorry, I have to get a bunch of D8s here. It's all good. Um, that is... Let's see. Divine Smite. Should be 2D8 to start with, and then an extra D8 for every spell level you pour in on top of that, and if they're undead, it does some extra. And, and or a fiend. And or a fiend. Okay, then. Yes. So that's 4D8, I believe. Yeah. Um... Which makes it, let's see, that's 17 plus 6. That's 23. Yep. Some paladin uh-huh. sneak attack business over uh-huh. here. Uh-huh. Paladin! I've literally been waiting for this. <laughs> yes. All week. So, from outside the room, Sid, as the door next to you is exposed. It goes from red light to white light in this strobing effect as this huge blast of silver blue divine energy just erupts from the inside of the room. Distantly, you hear the sound of thunder rumbling overhead. Hell yeah. Grawl? Yep. Above you, you see the clouds beginning to darken. (laughs) Terrific. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) That brings us to Sid. Yes. Uh, so, I've got Cherish in front of me, wrapped in a chain. We're being attacked by three dudes. This is um, true. And the hallway would... leading towards the back of the house is just covered in dudes. It's true. Blue-skinned, um, horrible zombies. Normal day. Okay. Um, I would like to use my bonus action to do that uh, special uh, storm piercer fe- feature I got at um, seventh level. Um, and so m- very similar to when Sid uh, stitched reality together, his body starts to move in a way that he doesn't quite account for as if somebody is guiding him and both hands clasp onto the hilt of the sword and he starts pulling them apart. And he rips them apart, and suddenly there are two storm piercers, one in each hand. <laughs> and he lunges to attack. Yes! Holy shit. 
What? I have been waiting for so long for you to use this ability. I've been waiting for the right moment. (laughs) This is it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to attack the closest one. Yeah, absolutely. There's one right on top of you. Cool. Holy shit. Yeah. Poke him to death. Um, I mean, I'm not getting sneak attack damage, but you know. True. Uh, you get some good pokes in. Yeah, that's going to be 21 to hit. 21 will hit. Okay, cool. <laughs> Don't know how it would. Oh. <laughs> An unarmored zombie farmer. See, was. <laughs> right, exactly. Seven plus four would be. Uh, 11. Uh, am I getting a charisma? I'm assuming I'm getting a Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> so that would be uh, 11 plus 3, 14. Alright. Anything else? And I, I am going to get in the much, as much in the way between Cherish and the Horde of Blue Dude as possible. Okay. Would you like to make a second attack? Oh, yes. I, <laughs> I figure you got these two shiny swords now. Yeah. These two swords, you know. I'm, well. gonna, I'm only gonna stab once with it, though. Uh, okay, so that's gonna be a. What would that be? A twenty-four to hit. Yep. Uh, so I'm assuming that'll do it. Yeah, not as good. Be seven plus three, so ten damage. Okay, and you added your Dex and Charisma modifier to that. Uh, yes. Okay. All right, I rolled. A, I rolled a three. Oh, okay. Three um, plus four. So plus yeah, two piercing slashes into this thing, and it drops. All right, one down, a billion to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving it all, staying where you are. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm gonna try and stay as much in between this horde coming at me and uh, chair. Okay, circling around to block the assembling mobs advance towards Cherish, you'll be provoking an opportunity attack from the one that's on top of you at the moment. That's fine. Okay. It will roll like crap, though. So, uh, 13 is probably not going to hit? Nope. Yep, didn't think so. Okay. So, you managed to wheel around real easily. There is still that long clawed creature that is on top of Cherish, but you are currently blocking the advance of the... Majority of the mob. Okay. That will bring us to Grawl. Um, so, uh, what's with the, what's the window situation for that room? It looks as though there are two windows leading into that room from the outside. Mm-hmm. If you're staring at the house, if you're staring yeah. towards the front door to the left, mm-hmm. there looks yep. like there might be two windows leading into that room. They're currently okay. drawn and shuttered, but there are windows. Okay. Mm. Is oh the other question is what happened to the bur the like the giant cloud of swarm thing that was flying overhead earlier? What giant is it still swarm? there? <laughs> it is nowhere to be seen when you look up. That's okay, that's, that's the bad. only thing I was worried about being outside for. Got to ask last time. Um. Okay. But where'd it go? Staring uh, back yeah. into the house, you can see the mob of undead that have streamed into the hallway with your friends. Guys, it's better outside. There's less monsters out here. 
I would love to. I would love to. <laughs> I'm having a bit of a problem at the moment, though. Vis-a-vis movement. Guys should have come out here. Um, okay. Uh, so what I am going to do... Um, <laughs> I am uh, going to use a uh, mirror image of myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't want to have... get hit out there, you know. <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> I'm just giving you Yeah. <laughs> do your thing. Do your thing. Anyways, I'm going to do mirror image. I'm going to create three awesome copies of myself so I can just stand <laughs> out here and high five myself on all my good choices. Stupid idiot. <laughs> Fuck. <sighs> all right. Um, staying where you are, moving. Uh, uh, is there. Um, do I notice anything else happening out here? Like, because those spooky boys were in the well earlier. Yeah, give me a perception check. Okay. Uh, a nine? Mm, nah, all the action is inside, bro. Great, cool, awesome. <sighs> My god. You should I'm gonna yell like, at everyone to get outside. You should invent, like, a four-way, four like... Hand sh- secret handshake. Yeah, no, I don't even need to invent it. It happens. <laughs> it's just natural. <laughs> it's all natural. It's yeah. all in unison because it's a mirrored copy. Yeah. So, Grawl, are you staying where you are? Yeah. Okay. That brings us to the devil. That will... Let's see. Oh, there's so much tears in his face. Um, oh, One... Nice, the, the, the chain that is still wrapped around... Cherish will drag you into the room. So you are oh, just sweet. you are dragged and I love ten feet into the room. Which I love because I'm frightened. It's I love true. moving closer to this. <laughs> At which point <laughs> the chain that is grappling you doesn't get an attack because it is still technically grappling you. So that's uh-huh. something. That's yeah. something. Two more chains will come whipping around at you though. Oh no. Yeah. I'm guessing a 10 does not hit. No. But I know that a 26 does. Uh, it does, oh, doesn't it? Uh, also, quick cue. Um, does the chain pulling me closer provoke an opportunity attack from that shitty thing behind me? No. Forced I... movement does not provoke an opportunity attack. Okay. Yeah. So, That's... you are taking 10 more slashing damage as this chain is whip at you. <laughs> Negative one. <laughs> um, it doesn't. It doesn't bring her like close enough into the room that she's near me, does it? Oh yeah, she's basically right on top of you. Oh, can I? Well, I guess it's too late now. I was gonna say, can I impose disadvantage with my shield? But that's fine. Um, yeah, no, that is a class feature. So if if she was close enough, she absolutely would. Um, so five feet. The first one was that. The second roll is, oh, you lucky son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Paladins! I don't think a 12 hits you. No! no. Okay. Hey, I got you. Thanks. So yeah, you still have nine hit points. So does the devil. Nar- the narratively, devil also has got you as well. <laughs> narratively, this is just like Tirza steps backwards without even looking and like shields the chain from hitting Cherish. So while you're uh, while I'm you're so doing excited. that Tirza, does an eighteen hit your AC? No. Okay. 
but I'm guessing a 23 and a 26 will. Both of those do, <laughs> okay. yeah. Yeah. So, two more chains will lash out for you. That is going to be 7 slashing damage and 14 slashing damage, so an even 20. Mm. It's 21, right? With yeah. 7 and 14? No, that is 21, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Doing some math wrong in my head. Uh, that will bring us to... Chain Devil's not going to move at all, because it needs to stay where it is. That brings us to Cherish. Oh, boy. Right in the room, um... you are still grappled. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> okay. Ooh, that's not too bad. It's a 17. Okay. Yes, you can clearly see the chain devil for what it is now. The slashing effects of the, the chains clanking off of Tears of Shield shook that shadowy image out of your head. D ah, shit. You're not my dad at all. Um, and with that, I am going to cast Misty Step. Uh, backwards. How far backwards? Back to where Sid is. Straight into the wall. I mean, that, that does put you right next to that zombie that had slashed at you before. Yeah, and I, it's only a bonus action, so... What I'm saying is, you can see across the hall to the open door into what looks like some kind of long storage room. Ooh. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, let's do that then. Okay. Yeah, that is bereft of zombies, at least for the moment, because they yeah. poured out to attack you. So, if, mm -hmm. you, if you wanted to move the full 30 feet, that would put you near the back wall of that room. Uh, oh, like, oh, all the way, just all the way in there. If you wanted to. I'm just saying those are your options, because you can see that far because of dark vision. Ah, that's right. Um, let's just go to the, the door jam. Okay. Cool, cool. So you teleport probably 20-ish mm, feet to there? Yeah. Okay, sweet. That, um, yeah. Anything else you want to do on your turn? Still got an action. I am going to and a move tell Sid. Matter. Yeah, I mean, okay, so what I'm going to do is tell Sid, hey, get outside. We'll... I'm going to run outside. <laughs> okay. Like leaving Tirza in the house, though. Look, she's having a great time. <laughs> this is the best day of my life. You hear that in... from the room? Yeah. <laughs> Sid, I was in the room. I was right up next to her. <laughs> I've never seen her happier. So she's fine. The air conditioning's Crying. on, and she's listening yeah. to her favorite music. That's <laughs> uh, good. So you run out the house? Yeah. All right. You, I got nine hit points, Sid. You will provoke the opportunity I'm attack gonna... of a zombie on the way out the door. Ah, oh, balls. Like, I am surrounded at this point. Ish. Uh... Does a... No, a ten does not hit you. Zombie. No. Zombies suck. Zombie. All right. Uh, you get outside. Yeah. That's your turn? 
still have an action. It's true. I do. Uh, From where you are, you could have probably gotten right to just in front of Grawl. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Uh, And you know what? I am going to use my action to make a perception check just to kind of see if I can see anything going down outside. Because inside is bad. Outside might also be bad. It's all bad here. Everything's bad. It's only a 10, though, so probably not. Everything's great outside. That house is just full of zombies. It's just (laughs) chock full of zombies. Why would I go back in there? (laughs) The... One thing you do notice is that there are four grawls outside. Ah, yes. <laughs> and we wave simultaneously. Hey. Hey. You hear four hey's. <laughs> In stereo. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's that, actually all acapella and there's several different you know, octaves. That Stereos. brings us to the undead. The ones that are coming down the hall are a little starved for options. They can really only come at Sid two at a time, but they will still do that. So, a 19, I believe, is a hit. That's a hit. But a 20 is... or a uh, a 10, I should say, is not. A 10 is not, that's correct. So, one slam for Sid. That is going to be seven bludgeoning damage. Uh, Okay. Uh, is so I have the two coming down. Do I still have the clawed one behind? I was just about to get to that. Okay, cool. I will not use my uncanny dodge until that one attacks. (laughs) Because it's going to attack right now, and it has advantage, so it's going to come up and flank you. Yeah. That is going to be a 21 to hit. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So it is going to deal... Oh, that's not much. That is five slashing damage. Oh, I guess I'll half that then. Okay, half it to three. Yeah. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Hell yeah. Uh, Fifteen? All right, you're fine. You feel some kind of cold, seeping energy coursing from the wound, but it has no effect on you. You shake it off. (sighs) Okay, okay. Seven plus... The zombie who was by the door who lunged at Cherish will stagger outside and attack Cherish again. God damn it. (laughs) Son of a bitch. But you notice that as soon as it gets out underneath the sky, it starts to slow and stagger slightly. The chains around its body begin to smoke, almost with like this white, vaporous cloud coming off of it. And it will make a a clumsy attack at you, and it'll only get a 9 to hit, which will not mm-hmm. do anything. So yeah, once it is outside, underneath sunlight, even if it's diffuse sunlight, it seems to be disabled somehow. That will bring us to the animated chains, who are all going to attack to your side. Whatever. Sure. This is fine. This is This will be fine for... Well, maybe just this round. Actually, okay, so the first three, none of them hit. And the okay. second three, wow, that's incredible. Um, hmm, interesting. Three it's, natural 20s, crazy. <laughs> it's weird. Did, did Tirza go beast mode? Tirza, you're just like swinging left and right, blocking incoming chains with your shield. They're scattering off your shield, throwing up these frozen white sparks. 
so cool. Two of them this... bounce off of each other and then spin around, tying themselves into knots. Because they got the legendary double botch, and then I rolled a <gasps> 99 on percentile. And those... They lodge themselves into the ceiling and they are just stuck there. So this thing effectively has two less attacks than it would otherwise. You only made her angry. <laughs> <laughs> she turns green and starts growing. Alright, that will bring us to Tirza, who needs to make a wisdom saving throw as you start your turn in view of this thing. I also need to make two constitution checks because of the two hits I got last time. Oh, because of Branding Smite? Yeah. Does Branding Smite just keep going? Holy crap, it does. It's it's constitution-based. It's concentration, yeah. It lasts up to a minute. That's, that's, that's nuts. what I mean. Yeah. But, only got a 13 on my wisdom save. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, make your concentration checks. Okay. I don't remember uh, that... precisely what the damage was, uh, but it was low enough to, I think, that would just be, you need to make a 10. Oh, okay. Whew. Um, is concentration... It's a constitution saving throw. That's what I thought. Okay. So 19 and 7. All right. So Branding Smite is broken. And Damn it. in front of you, you see the racked tattered, desiccated form of Esha. No! And she looks at you as you raise your hammer with this smiting glow, and you stare down at her. She looks up at you pitiably, wrapped in these chains, and suddenly the glow in your hammer begins to fade. That's not where I thought that was going. Tears, it is still your turn. <laughs> God damn it. The young girl um, who's shepherded to the tower stands in front of you, looking at you terrified. You feel your own fear, wondering what you've just done. I hate this thing. Uh -huh. Um, Can I... Oh my god. Can I use... God, I hate this. There is some part um, of your mind, you know that this is the devil. This is the thing that you've been fighting, but the form that it's taken right now has shaken you to your core. Yeah. Um, can I do, I think the one thing that would maybe make this uh, certainty in my mind, can I use divine sense? That is an action. Yeah. You absolutely I'd like can. To do it, please. Okay. Um... It just happens. Yeah. I detect this thing. This is... The illusions are not. This is a fiendish, evil creature standing in front of you. The smell of dried, horribly rotted freezer meat is just permeating this entire space. Um... Okay. I still don't think I'm going to... Oh, well, I, I can't. Uh, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Okay, it gives you plus two to AC. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool. And just hang out for a second and be sad. <laughs> okay, Sid, we are over to you. Uh, so behind me, I've got a uh, dude with claws. Correct. Uh, 
how, so obviously I've got people on the other side of me as well. How far away from this guy? Um, I think you know what I'm, what I'm looking for here, Mike, but uh, would I get sneak attack if I hit the clawed guy? If you got on the other side of him? If I got on the other side of him, it would do it? Yeah, because you'd set, you'd be separated by about, well, a SID's length between the creatures who were coming down the hallways and the clawed ghoul behind you. Okay, cool. So then I'm going to move behind him. I know I'll get some opportunity attacks, but that's okay. Yeah, you will. So the 10 is not going to hit, but the 20 will. 20 will hit. So that is going to be 8 bludgeoning damage. Okay, and I'd like to half that. Um, okay. So four. Candy dodge. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I've moved to the other side of him, and I would like to stab him. Okay. Stab away, my friend. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a 22 to hit. 22 will hit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn, Rogue's always adding up their sneak attack damage. <laughs> when he has to stop relying on the calculator, then we'll know he's made it as a rogue. Yeah, that... Yeah, then you'll know I've made it. Uh, so that attack did 29 damage. Drops him. Cool. Uh, then I would like to use the rest of my movement to run up to the zombie that's attacking Cherish and mm -hmm. stab that in the back. Okay. Coming right at it from the back, you attack it with your second rapier. Yes. That's going to be a 25 to hit. That is a hit. And cool. as you strike with the second storm piercer, you may roll sneak attack damage a second time. Okay. All right. Okay. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, boy. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Three <This> damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll go with that. This might be the most damage I've dealt. Too bad it's to a zombie. Um, <laughs> what do we got? Uh, that is 33 damage. Holy shit. Yeah, it just eviscerates this thing. Cool. Uh, and then I would like to turn around, uh, both swords, uh, and take up a position facing the hallway of zombies. All right. Very cool. Very cool. That brings us to Grawl. Finally. Oh my <laughs> god. Um, since the big spooky boy is still on side, which is, like, not where I want to be. Um, <laughs> I'm going to Eldritch Blast into into the hallway uh, where no one is except for zombies, correct? And the clawed dude, right? 
I mean, I'm in the doorway, but um, no, you you came out and attacked. You came out and Cherish is right next to me. You came out and attacked the oh, I guess one did, next to Cherish. Yeah. yeah. So Grawl, you could yeah. reposition yourself pretty easily to see okay. down the hallway. And no, the clawed ghoul was dispatched by Sid before he left the house. So as oh, okay. you stare into the house, all you see is this mob of zombies coming down the hallway, and it looks That'll like work. in about six seconds they're gonna come pouring out of the house. No, I'll just I'll just swing at him with my sword then. You want to go all the right. way back down the hallway and start being where Sid was? What? Well, so they're gonna cover that distance in six seconds, or yeah, are they at the doorway right now? No, coming outside. They were about Never halfway mind. down the hallway inside the house when Sid vacated the area. Okay, then in that case, no Eldritch Blast. All right. Um, four. 14. 14 will hit. Great. So attack number one for being number one is going to be four damage. Okay. And then beam number two, 18 plus six, 24. Yep. And then, ah, two, two damage. Okay. So four total damage. So that, you're going to move it all, staying where you are? I'm going to take, like, uh, a couple steps back, like five, five, ten feet. So right. you, do you still want to be in front of Sid or not? Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure at this point I still I have more HP than he does. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Have you been hit yet? Nope. Well, then yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Plus the mirror Outside, image. baby. Outside. <laughs> God damn. That will bring us to Chain Devil, who is none too pleased with Tirza still being in this room. So, chains for Tirza. Those are some terrible rolls, though. Uh, 23 is still going to hit. Mm-hmm. All right. And it gets one more attack. Wow, this thing is just terrible. Um, eh, it's just a real bad miss. So, that first... 23 is going to be for 7 slashing damage. Okay. But the rest of the chains go cascading off of your armor and shield. Let's see. It used its attack action to do that. It is going to begin to move. It's going to circle you so its back is to the door, cutting off your escape. I wasn't planning on leaving anyway. <laughs> outside, Cherish, I think you might be the only person to notice this because you were facing the zombie that was attacking you. Mm-hmm. You see the chains that were wrapped around its body coming out of that weird miniature hole in the reality slink almost as though they're drawn back through that hole disappearing off of the zombie and as it does tears are where you are you see another chain exuding off of the chain devil attracts that yeah mm. so that happens at the end of its turn that brings us to cherish cherish yes um actually i'm sorry you see two chains uh regrowing off of it because the ghoul went down too Oh shit, two chains is here? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> dude, it's chain game. Bard. Get outside. It's not safe for you. Tears get out here. Two chains is here. All 
Right now, he's um, rocking six chains, so. <laughs> uh, okay. Three times the chains. There are, there are three, two, he's unstoppable. Three <laughs> so what happens was two chains cast mirror image on himself. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Damn it, stop. Yeah. Causing a <laughs> severe chain reaction. We're done. We're done. <laughs> it's too um, funny. <laughs> okay. What I want to do is I would like to blow out the window of the sitting room. Okay. Can I use Firebolt for that? That is a mirror, a mirror uh, cantrip. If I have to use a different explodey spell, then I shall, but... I will say this. If you use higher than a first level spell, you will guarantee blowing out the window. If you use Firebolt... I will ask you to roll damage. You don't need to make an mm -hmm. attack roll. The window's not going anywhere. Right. But you will need to roll higher than a five on the damage die. Okay. 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 The window dodges. <laughs> uh... Okay. I'm going to take that risk. Okay. So you cast Firebolt and attempt to blow out the window. Yes. Um, my D10s are right here. Uh, 17. Excellent, yeah. The window explodes. Tears are just to your left. One of the windows explodes with a wreath of fire. Oh, God. That's what scares you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what okay. scares me. Yeah. <laughs> Exploding houses, specifically. Windows that aren't there anymore. Oh, no. Who will keep the nightly be chill away? Uh, how did so you know many my bugs? <laughs> my deepest fear is the absence of windows. Um, and I make eye contact with Tears and thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. The best free action. <laughs> Sid, oh, Grawl, you're staring into the interior of the house. And mm -hmm. Sid, you watch as the zombie you cut down begins to just pull itself back up. The chain seeming to just pull it upright like marionette strings. And then it begins charging forward yet again. Cool. So, storming out of the house, let's see how many of these notice Tirza and try to help out their master. Mm-hmm. I'll fuck you guys up, too. It's fine. <laughs> so, one of the zombies and one of the clawy dudes pour into the room to flank the chain devil. The rest go storming outside. They're somewhat bogged down by their own numbers, and only a chunk of them are able to get out. So, Grawl, you have two zombies and a ghoul on top of you. Sid, you have a zombie and a ghoul, and the rest are sort of stuck back in the hallway trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Grawl, you know how mirror image works? Uh, yes, I have it right here. You're going to need it. A d20. <laughs> yep. Okay. So you have three incoming attacks to resolve with mirror image. 
Oops, I just closed this. The app. That's good, Reed. Good, good. Let's play this. Let's do it live. Okay. <clears throat> uh, six or higher. So first one is a seven. Yay. Cool. So Oops, one duplicate one. fades. Okay. Uh, 16. 16. Second duplicate fades. And there's a 17. 17. Okay, so all three attacks go towards duplicates, but I've already rolled their attack rolls. I know how much they were going for, and I know what the uh, AC is of your duplicate, and so all three of your duplicates are shredded. Alrighty then. But you suffer as I planned. zero attacks, so it functions as intended. Way to go. <laughs> Sid, Perfect. on the other hand... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not great. A 16? That's going to miss, just barely. I just kind of duck out of the way. Hoofta, hoofta. So yeah, that is the highest one. Uh, the zombie lurches past, and again, their attacks seem to be somewhat diminished by the sunlight out here. And right. the the ghoul completely just whiffs. Seems to go stumbling past you with this big, wide, clawing attack. That All right. He brings us to the end of their turn, at which point you see a window on the second story explode outward, and oh, a creature geez. with tight blue skin around its body. This is not some farmer. You don't know what kind of creature this is, but it explodes out of the second story, landing on the awning of the roof, drawing out a longbow, and firing down. And we will oh, see who God. it is shooting at. It is firing at Sid. Okay. But it's going to miss. Okay. And as its arrow strikes the ground, it hisses with this icy foam coming off of it. Bad. You see that it has this lank white hair, taut blue skin that is just paper macheed onto its bones and desiccated muscles. Its armor is made of this strange black material that you can't identify. That does, it bring... does its skin look the same color as the, the townspeople or the, the farmer? So the other undead you're fighting almost yeah. look as though they are a cheap imitation of what this creature is. Okay. Gross. That will bring us to the animated chains that are just going to go whole hog on Tirza. Wow, they cannot... That is incredible. I Wow. Yet another double botch. They're just real bad misses, though. Um, see, oh, darn. Two more don't tie themselves together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Holy crap. I can't roll above a 10 for these things. Um, yeah, the highest oh, roll God. they get is a 16, and that's not going to do it. No. Uh, I also forgot to roll my concentration when I got hit, but I made it, and it was a handy, dirty 20, so. Concentration for what? For Shield of Faith. Oh, okay, yes. I did not realize yeah. that was concentration. Good all you know. all of my spells. All of them. Fair enough. Speaking of which, that brings us to Tirza. Mm-hmm. Do I need to make a wisdom save? Yeah, you do. Okay. Uh. Well, damn. 
Uh, 16? Wait. Yeah, 16. You shake off the illusion. That's not Esha. And now I'm mad. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna just go for that. Go for that sucker. Alright. You see it is now uh, flanked by undead, but your focus is singular and terrible. Mm-hmm. And a 20, I'm assuming, will hit. Oh, yeah. And I would like to do Divine Smite again uh, at second level. Bring it. Bring on the pain. That's pretty okay. Um, that is... 11 plus 8 is 19. Um, and if I can, I would like to attack again. So that's a 19 radiant damage? Or does that add the bludgeoning as well? Oh, I forgot about my bludgeoning. Okay, so that was radiant. That was just 19 radiant. Okay. Yeah, and 5 bludgeoning. Okay. Okay. Who doggy. All right. So you're attacking a second <laughs> time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm mad. Yeah. It shows. Uh, oh, that's not as good. Does a 15 hit? A 15 does not hit. Oh, okay. There is a, a weaving shroud of chains that blocks your attack, dragging your hammer away at the last moment. And I think... Tears are just like lets out a scream of frustration. Okay, you all hear a scream from inside the house now that the window is busted out. That will bring us to Sid. Uh, okay. If I were to try and run into the house with thirty feet, would I be able to make it into the room, or could I go in through the window? You could absolutely make it in through the window, but you would be okay. provoking a mess of opportunity attacks unless you disengaged. Uh, not if I uh, bonus action disengage. This is true. Um, so I would like to do that. Okay. So disengaging from your enemies, you do a sick little reverse somersault backwards away from these things, and then pretty much dive for the window. This is a mm -hmm. small aperture you need to go diving through with your hands, both carrying swords. I am going mm -hmm. to need an acrobatics check, my friend. Uh, I would <laughs> like to take advantage on that. All right. Thank you, Stormpiercer. Uh... Let's see, that is going to be a twenty-two. As you dive through the the second storm piercer in your hand, which is slightly ephemeral, it looks yeah. basically like the same sword, but if it's it has a crackling little outline of lightning around it. Mm. Very cool. And as you dive through the window, the original Stormpiercer says, Diving in to rescue a damsel in distress? Ha <laughs> ha! Classic! Uh, well, it's like, she probably doesn't need my help, but I'm going to help anyways. When would I'm you gonna... have time to say this as you're diving I through the window? You're, you're right. What's, what's the Hercules line? The, I'm a damsel, I'm in distress, I can handle it. <laughs> No, I think I think Sid is just shouting. So you roll to your feet <laughs> basically right next to Tirza. Yeah. Um I'm not I assume I'm not close enough to attack anything. Yeah. The chain there. devil is literally right on top of you. Okay. Uh I would Oh, so I can't attack. Yes. I'll be at once because you used your bonus action to disengage. Yes. 
So I would like to stab it. All right. You will not be getting sneak attack because it is surrounded by both allies and enemies. That's true. Though it was very surprising to jump through the window. <laughs> it's true, though it may have been aware of Sid's maneuvers due to mm. some hive-mindy nonsense. Mm. Mm -hmm. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> Ooh, probably a miss. Um, be... I'm going to guess an 11 doesn't hit. No. Nope. So All right. Well, this, this weaving wreath of chains flicks in front of you and makes the point of Stormpiercer go wide. Okay. That will bring us to Grawl. Yay. Um, so now I'm surrounded by how many dudes? <laughs> Five at the moment. Cool. <laughs> Cool. Technically, there are only three in front of you. The rest were where Sid was or still stumbling out into the light. Okay. Terrific. Um, and there is the newcomer on the eaves of the roof above you. Great. Just so, so, so good. So good. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Uh, well, damn it. I guess... <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to swing at uh, these dudes right in front of me with my greatsword. Okay. Not doing anything beforehand? Casting any kind of... Uh, not, not, the, not that I haven't been saving for the big dude, but I can't get to the big dude without... Uh, yeah, I guess I could Misty Step, but then that's going to negate saving my spell slot for this other thing. That's true. I'm just saying yep. your hexblade. Yeah, warlock, your, your, spell slots. your hexblade's curse does not use a spell slot, though. Correct. <laughs> you know the thing I forgot to do. <laughs> Where are your oh sticky God. notes, Reed? They're right God. there. They're right in front of me. Can I see? I can see uh, spook, uh, spooky boy from here. The chain person? Can I? No, absolutely. Yeah. Not. No. If so, if I move. <sighs> damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! If I move, I'm gonna take opportunity attacks from these boys right on top of me. Quite a few. Yes. Yep. Okay. Well, again, don't think I can do anything. Uh, going to swing at some of these spooky boys. There. All right. Swing away. There is one directly in front of you that looks heavily damaged. I'm assuming you swing Great. for that going one Going for that one. Uh, 17 That'll to hit. hit. Great. Attack one. Uh, uh, 15 damage. 15. You just bury the greatsword into this thing's clavicle. It goes rattling through these chains, and the zombie just pfft, falls to the ground, just flattened by your greatsword. Okay, uh, second attack on different boy. Uh, 14. 14 will hit. Yay. That is not as good. Um, 8 damage. 8 damage. Alright. It is looking very, very hurt, but it is tough to tell because it is undead. Got it. That will... Unless you would like to move at all? <sighs> Staying where you are? There's two dudes. There's two dudes attacking me? At the moment, yes. Yeah, I can I can, I can, can take some uh, damage. So I will move back to where Cherish is at. Okay, so moving away, these things will lunge at you with some opportunity attacks. Ooh, those are just terrible, though. Uh, the ghoul hey. is only going to roll a 8, which will not hit. The zombie will roll a 
17, which I believe will hit? Yeah, that'll hit. So that is going to be 8 bludgeoning damage. Okay. That will bring us to Chain Devil, which now has a target-rich environment. And by target-rich, I just mean it has two targets. So, (laughs) I'm assuming you're going to be imposing disadvantage on at least one attack coming towards Sid, Tirza? I will be. Okay. So, that disadvantaged attack, because it is sending three chains at Sid and three chains at you... The disadvantaged attack will only be an 11 to hit, which is probably not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Sid, the other two chains coming at you are each going to be for 14 to hit, which I do not think is going to hit. That's a miss. All right. Ooh. So, tiers of three chains coming at you. 10 is not going to do it. A 16 is not going to do it, but 24 is. Ah, oh, damn. So, that is 11 slashing damage. That's no good. No. Um, Still up, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. It's it's not... I don't look pretty, but I'm up. <laughs> Fair enough. Any of us, really. Uh, it doesn't have any zombie chains to recall, so it won't do that. That will bring us to Cherish. Oh, cool. I get to go before the archer guy. That's amazing. Um... Can I, if I were to do uh, burning hand, that's a 15-foot cone. Can uh-huh. I position myself to get, like, a bunch of zombies without hitting Grawl? I mean, I, I stepped back towards you. Grawl had backed up yeah. towards you, so yeah, absolutely. That's true. Let's see, it has a 15-foot cone. You could... Yeah. 5, 10... So the most zombies you could get is, I would say, 4. You would get three zombies and one of the ghouls. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out what the biggest source of danger here is, because that archer seems like pretty bad news, but also the zombie, also the J-Devil. God, there's just so much bad stuff happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh... Uh, I am going to beach. That is not an action. <laughs> no. Uh, I am... I'm going to do burning hands. Yeah. Okay, so you want to reposition yourself to get the maximum number of undead? Yes, I do. Alright. Swiveling around, you become parallel with the front of the house so that you're staring down this line of undead that were originally attacking Grawl and Sid, and you just let loose with this giant gout of fire. I believe they all need to make dexterity saving throws. Yes, they do. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What is your spell save, DC? Uh, 14. 14. All right. Okay, one gets a natural 20, so it deserves to dodge, uh, but the others are not, they're not going anywhere. Okay. I think even, like, I see, like, the zo- like one of the zombies, or maybe whatever, whoever it is, like, it does a ghoul. fucking, the ghoul does, like, a fucking backflip out of the way, and I'm like, <laughs> damn, no, you know what? He's got some moves. <laughs> that was dope as hell. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> 
If I had mirror images left, they'd be holding up. Scorch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so nat twenty does that mean it doesn't take half damage? Nat twenty just means it gets out of the way. I mean, okay. it's, it's still a lurching undead monster. <laughs> it's not. It's not me. So yeah. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't have evasion. It's just right. accurate. Uh, Thirteen fire damage, Even- and the other one takes six. Even with a natural 20, that's still an 18. Oh, right. Minus two. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ah. So that's how much? 16 fire damage? Uh, no. Tw- uh, well, actually, hold on. I already forgot. Well, Ooh. plus 13. 13 fire damage. Oh, boy. Okay. So they have to take six. So one that had been previously damaged by a bunch of greatsword damage goes down. The others are singed, and that ghoul is hurt slightly, but not out of the fight yet. That... You moving at all? You probably moved 15 (sighs) feet of your movement? Yeah. You could get under the eaves of the house to get out of line of sight of the weird white archer, but that will put you in a position to be mobbed by undead. Because taking, yeah, because taking, because it's, it's an action, taking the dodge action. Yeah. yeah Unless you're not a rogue. <laughs> um, uh, I am going to get under the eaves, though. Yeah. That's, okay. But I'm, I'm gonna... um, oh, wow. Lucky duck. Yeah, no, none of them make it. Okay, so none of the zombies get back up after they are roasted with fire damage. Uh, yeah, good job, you. Though that does mean some things for the Chain Devil next round. Um, <laughs> uh, Yay. So, there are two more zombies remaining outside, as well as two of the ghouls. Uh, two of them are going to rush for... Gr- uh, the two zombies are going to rush for Grawl, as is one of the ghouls, and one of the ghouls is going to go for Cherish. Okay. So, Grawl. Wowzers. No. Mike's dice caught the reed curse. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I got a one, a yeah. two, and a four on those rolls. Oh, nice. Oh That's real bad. That's, That's like it's like really bad. Yeah. <laughs> then the botch is just a real bad miss, though. Um, so, Cherish, coming for you, though. The ghoul behind you, still not great. Only an eight's not going to hit. Oh, no, it's not. So these are... Oh, my God. Uh, suck. <laughs> what doesn't help is that they're all rolling disadvantage because they're out in the sunlight. Because they're attached to the chain? Something. You don't know. Oh. Maybe the sunlight. Hmm. Yeah. That will bring us to the archer who only sees Grawl. Uh, hey. <laughs> How's it going? Should have gotten under the eaves. <laughs> Had other things. Does a 16 hit your AC? Yes, it does. But I'm guessing a 14 does not? Nope. Okay, cool. So... That 
is going to hit you for 10 piercing damage. Okay. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. There it is. Lovely. Ooh, that is not great. Seven. No. So you take an additional seven necrotic damage. Terrific. That's rough. And your hit point maximum is reduced by that much as well. Ooh. Oh, that's no good. That's nasty. As the arrow pierces your shoulder, you feel this intense cold coming out of the arrowhead, seeping into your veins. You see these purple-black veins radiating out from the arrow. Hey, hey, guys, don't get hit by that. Yeah, okay. Don't get hit by that. (laughs) It's super bad for you. Oh boy. So glad I got under the eaves and didn't attack that guy last time. That brings us to the animated... Nope, actually, there's still some zombies left in the room with the chain devil. I forgot about those guys. Uh, Zombie's going to go for Tirza. Ghoul is going to go for Sid. Holy crap. They are the worst undead minions I have ever rolled up. (laughs) I I cannot express just how many botches I've rolled with these things. Sweet Jesus. I... I'm happy, obviously, but I also feel for you because you put this really horrifying, tough battle in front of us. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, the both undead do not hit Sid or Tirza, but that does bring okay. us to the animated chains, who are both going to be attacking Sid and Tirza. So, you know, yeah, yeah. the yeah. odds are in my favor, regardless. Cherish. No, that is for... <laughs> How? <laughs> Tirza, I'm assuming you're going to be imposing disadvantage on the first of these attacks. Uh, did I already do that on my turn? Ooh, you did because of the chain. Yeah. So you already used your reaction. All right, cool, cool, cool. So Sid, an 18. That hits. And a 22 definitely will. <laughs> yes. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So you'll it's be right. taking seven slashing damage. Okay. Um, can I half that? Well, if you halved one of them, it was for two different attacks. So one dealt two uh, and one dealt five. Okay. Um, I'll do the five then. And actually, I believe you halved the... You've already halved some damage this round. Since did I? Since you've gone, didn't you... I did, oh yeah, I did use it on my turn, uh-huh. so it's not my next turn yet, so right. I can't do it. Okay, good point. Uh, so what is the total? Seven, you said? Seven, yes. Okay. How are you looking, buddy? I'm okay. Okay. Tears okay. Yeah. A 16 does not hit. No. But a 27 does. Oh, it does. So that is for six slashing damage. Oh, boy. That will bring us back to the top of the round with, in fact, Tirza. Who needs to give me a wisdom saving throw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That's an at 20. <sighs> okay. You are resolute in seeing through this illusion. There is nothing this thing could show you that will 
put aside your divine retribution. Flank so, him! <laughs> what are you doing this turn? I'm gonna attack this fool. Alright, give me an attack. Uh, 21. 21's gonna hit. I'd like to do some divine smiting. How many... Uh, first level. First level. Because that's all I have left. Fair enough. Pour it that on. That is... 14 radiant damage and 5 bludgeoning. And I'd like to attack again. Okay. Uh, 20. 20's gonna hit. Uh, wait. Math. Yeah. That is... You putting another smite on this? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Nine radiant and two bludgeoning. Exactsies. <gasps> oh! Oh, shit. As the hammer fills so with sad. this gray-white stormlight crackling off of the hammer's head... What is the uh, the religious epithet you cry out as you charge this smiting energy into your hammer? Hey, you know, it's it gotta be praise for Ozzy Tahaka, my man. <laughs> you, you let out an answering call to Ozzy Tahaka, asking for divine vengeance, sweeping down crashing your hammer down into this thing's body, the chains crumpling around your strike. You f feel this resistance as you just drive the hammer down. There's this anime moment as the, the neon red glare of the chains resists the light of your hammer, and suddenly there's a shattering, and the links of the chains explode outward, your hammer sinking into the meaty underflesh of this thing. Chains erupt off of this thing, the tension of them suddenly exploding outwards. Outside, you all see one of the most disturbing, disgusting sights you've ever seen, as all of the undead seem to be drawn into those little portals that are somewhere on their body by the chains oh. attached to them. Oh. The chains suddenly just, like, drawing into these tiny portals, the undead ripped asunder by the chains just flaying them. No thanks. Like loose noodles, these changes come pouring into the room, erupting with gore and red crimson light, flailing around inside this room. Tirza and Sid, I need you to give me dexterity saving throws as this thing's death throws go mad. And, and Sid, uh, you have a plus two to that. Oh, don't mind if I do. Yeah, I need it. Which is good, because you'll probably need to heal me in a sec. Cool. I rolled a two. Nice. I got um, something wait. very similar to that. Uh, but that actually makes it a five. <laughs> good. I, I got a 26. Okay. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Tirza? Mm -hmm. You'll be taking 27 slashing damage. Oh my oh, god. Shit. Okay, well that will definitely put me unconscious since I was at 6 HP. <sighs> oh damn. Sid, half that to 14. Uh, with evasion, uh, I actually take zero. 
This is true, yeah. So you manage to just cartwheel out of the way of these chains, but you see tears at the center of all of this, just completely annihilated by these whipping, flailing chains that are being drawn back in. Like when you hit the release of a, uh, like a long measuring tape, when it's just like whipping all suddenly back in on itself. Oh, God. Except it's bloody crimson chains that are doing it. Gross. Yeah, um... God damn it. There is a sudden lull as all the undead just explode outside. Uh, that brings us to Sid. Cool. Um, so I'm imagining there's gore and blood, like, all over the floor and And, everything. And you're basically wading through loose chains. They're so thick through the floor here. Okay. Uh, those two uh, undead are that were in the room with us, I assume, are not. They were turned oh. inside out by chains being oh. torn through tiny rips in reality. Okay, great. Um, so I I run up to Tirza, pull out a standard healing potion that I had, and pour it down her throat. Okay, 2d4 plus 2. Um, that will bring us to Grawl. Um, did so lucky. the 10 oh, okay, roll cool. two fours nice did um the cha- uh, the like longbow dude get sucked back into anything or is he just he didn't have any chains on him oh, oh shit okay. he's his own person um, yep. well, great fantastic you know what since uh, chain can, can I see um, him yeah He's just standing there, fantastic. Staring at Great. you. Great. I'm hexing this turd. Uh, I'm hexblade's <laughs> curse because I didn't get to use it on the big bad. That's true. And Grawl's mad about that. Um, oh, you I thought didn't get the, to stab I, him at all? You thought the chain oh. devil was the big bad? Oh, okay. Oh, oh. The bigger size wise. Mm, they're like, about the same volume. size. Oh also, no. Okay. Also, Reed, you went outside and stayed outside for, like, three turns. (laughs) I am not going to charge back into a target-rich environment that can all, like, destroy me in, like, three moves. That's what I did. Yeah, but I don't put out, like, eight billion damage like you (laughs) I can't deal with my problems that way. Okay. I think Um, we're just giving you a hard time. No, 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 no. No, Grawl doesn't understand. Um, (laughs) Damn it, guys. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, I'm I'm hexing this dude. Um, so your hexblade's curse is on the white. Yes. Um, and I don't think I don't think I can use relentless hex the same turn that I use hexblade's curse. I do not know because I do not know all of your class features. Yeah, no, I don't think I can because they're both bonus actions. Then no, you would not be able to. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to um, hit him with an Eldritch. Actually, no, Eldritch Blast will work for now. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, that's a nat 20. Nat 20 is a nat 20, my friend. Cool. So that's 10 right out the uh, gate. Or do you 10. add your charisma modifier to your Eldritch Blast damage? No, I don't. Okay, so 10 plus whatever you roll. Uh, three. So, 13 force damage straight at this thing. Do you Yay. want to fire the second bolt? 
Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, that is an 18. 18 will hit. For eight damage. Very good. All right. That, you're going to move it all? Stay where you are? Uh, I'm going to get underneath the eaves. Okay. Uh, yep. They're dead. Cherish, you are up. You saw the zombies I... being completely torn apart. Yeah. I am going to get uh, out from under the eaves. Can I? Do I use my whole movement to do that, or just like half of it? No, you could just step out like 10, 15 feet and see where this thing is. Chill. I'm going to cast Scorching Ray. All right. I'm sending all three bolts at this clown. Give me three separate uh, attack rolls. Yes, actually. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to roll one d20 at a time. No, I have three on hand. I don't... Okay, that one's on the floor. <laughs> Hold on. Florals don't count, yes? No, they do not. Yeah. Not even what it was. Only in risk. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Dang, nabbit. Uh, let's see. So, uh, so first and foremost, we have, um, like, goddamn... It's 25, I think. Yeah, it's 25. 25 it's 19, tw 19 plus 6. That's probably yeah. going to hit. Um, we have a regular 15. 15 will still hit. Um, but the last one is only an 8. 8 will not. Yeah. So, um, that's 4d6 fire damage. Ten, thirteen. Thirteen, alright. Anything else? Um I mean, did it work? Did it does it look like the fire damage did damage? Oh yeah. Two of your beams lance out, hit this thing, strike raking across its blue flesh. It lets out a a gasping near silent cry of maybe not pain, but it looks like whatever you're doing is disrupting its ability to function. Nice. And then I run back into the eaves. Okay. I'm going to high five. Yeah. Free action. Cherish, Grawl, you hear thumping from above you as though something is running on top of the roof. And then you will hear a, a loud, piercing, whistling cry. It's a, a cross between a, a shriek and a whistle. It gets so high-pitched it begins to hurt your ears. And there is a, a thunderous sound of wings above you. Oh, super. Oh, fuck. And then there's... Everyone back inside. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then there is silence as the sound of the wings fades. Sid tears oh. as you pick yourselves up. You look around and there's nothing moving in this place. Staring around, you can kind of see out into the hall and out the front doors, and you see Cherish and Grawl sort of crouching, looking up at the ceiling. You maybe heard the sound of fluttering wings, but then it was followed quickly by silence. Um, I look over to Tirza. Uh, you good? 
Yeah, I'm just like coughing up blood. No. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm okay. Thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Kick that thing's ass. <laughs> I told you I'm tough. <laughs> um Yeah, and then I start heading out outside. Um I will too, but I'll stay in the doorway. Alright. Yeah, you find Cherish and Grawl outside, and the quiet is only interrupted in a short period of time when they're, Sid, you feel this rattling vibration from your swords, and with an almost magnetic force, they <laughs> seal back together into a single blade, just thrumming in your hands. not expecting that, but that's cool. That's really cool. Stormpiercer. Really cool. Okay. I was two swords. <laughs> you could have told me you could do that, man. I did not know until the need required it. <laughs> okay. Um, was that it? Was that yeah, everything? What happened to the big blue bow guy. I think there was a, there was a big blue boy. Which I'm can't pissed. be good. I heard wings flapping. Is that what it, is that what that was? I think so. Can I like make a perception check to see if I can see it anywhere? Do you want to I mean the house is sort of blocking your view. Uh yeah. I'm gonna. I'll. I'll head out a little bit to see if I can get a better view. Okay. Do you want to head south around the side? Do you want to scramble to the north and go past the well again towards the windmill? Which direction do you head? Um. I I just want to head straight out the front, just so I can like look back at the house and just see. Okay. So moving out into the circular track at the center of the stead, you turn around and stare out, and behind the house you can see the broad, high walls of the Stormwall Mountains rising up. It's really tough to tell exactly what time of day it is. Based on when you got here, it should be a little afternoon. You're not quite sure precisely, though, because the, the sky is so overcast. Yeah. The clouds above you meld with the darker, bulbous clouds of the outer storm that lurk above the Stormwall Mountains. But in the far, far distance, you can see a dark form moving across the sky. Maybe a humanoid carried by two, three other forms, flapping in weird rhythmic patterns. Uh, do they look like they're flying away from us? It looks like they're flying to the west, towards the hills. Yeah. That, that tracks. Okay. What a dick. Yeah. Uh, I walk back to the group, and I relay this message. They are heading west towards the hills. Three yeses as to what that means. What about the things in the well? We should, should check we... to see if they're still there. That's a good question, yeah. 
We should probably check the house, too, just make sure that there's nothing to surprise us. Good idea. Grawl, do you want to check the cellar? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I definitely do. Great. I could, I could, I could use uh, a little pick-me-up before we do any of that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you gather yourselves Same. together, getting ready to reconfront what dangers might remain within the Ettenson farmstead. I think it is there that we're going to take our break because we made it all the way through that combat round. Oh, you have solved my Ooh. chain devil riddle. <laughs> that, that was a such a pain. That oh. was such a fun combat. And when I hardly ever, a... I hardly ever get to deal damage. <laughs> and when we return, we shall resolve things at the Ettenson farmstead. Greetings, my friends. I am Omatip Duskwalker, owner and proprietor of Duskwalker Import and Export TM, here today to talk to you about a magic item that can be as varied as any magic ring or wand, and that is Qual's Feather Token. Now, I don't know who Qual was or why they were so into feathers, I'm not about to yuck somebody's yum, but a feather token is like saying a magic ring or wand. It can really mean anything. Generally, though, it is some kind of small piece of wood or metal with feathers attached to it, and each one has a unique magical effect. The most common of these, at least in my experience, is the bird feather token. Those are the ones that you can throw into the air and have a small magical bird carry your messages wherever you need to go. Now, I have been told that newer ones that are called bird actually summon a giant rock-like creature to do your bidding, but uh, I've never been one for the newer birds, as it were. And that is just the start, my friends. There are so many other kinds of feather tokens. The anchor feather token, which can stop a ship from moving. The campsite feather token, which can set up a whole campsite for you. Pretty useful. The whip feather token that can make a magical whip fly around in the air and, you know, whip people. Again, not yucking anybody's yum here. There is the swan boat feather token that creates a giant boat whenever you, you know, need a boat. There is the tree feather token that can also make a tree if you happen to need a tree. I don't know, sometimes you just need a tree. Personally, I miss some of the older feather tokens that they don't really make anymore, that made siege weaponry like catapults and rams. But you don't really see those very often. Turns out feathers don't last very long in a war setting. As you can probably surmise, these wondrous magical items come in all shapes and sizes. There are literally no end to the number of feather tokens you can find out there. Generally, they summon something, but sometimes they have more esoteric powers. So... If you ever want to check out my case of feather tokens, come on down to the shop, and I'll see what I can find for you. Anyway, enough about all of my feathers. Let's get you back to the action. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had just concluded an epic fight with a chain devil and its undead cohort. Tirza clearly being the MVP of that fight. Oh, it was yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually I'm just rushing around healing everybody, so this was this was good. I needed this. <laughs> we find you now gathering yourselves outside of the Ettenson farmhouse. Sid, having seen the retreating figure of a 
some strange white light creature being borne aloft by several other flying things moving towards the southwest. Terrific. Yep. Okay. Oh, sorry. You're going to go. You had mentioned searching the rest of the farmhouse and surrounding environs, so what do you do? Where do you go? Should we take a rest first, maybe? I mean, the rest only works if nothing comes up to get us. You cannot but rest with fair any point. Nearby. Yeah. Fallout has taught me anything. <laughs> so oh. we might as well make sure that there are no enemies, and then maybe we can rest. Yeah, okay. I agree with that. Kick your horse out of the windmill and bunch up in there. Yeah. Well, we could all fit with the horse, maybe. No. It'd be tight, but you could. <laughs> Some of us would have to sit on the horse. I was just about to say, <laughs> just rest on the horse. No, the bottom level of the windmill is 20 by 20, so. Oh, yeah, no, that's not bad. Um, Shall okay. we search upstairs first? Check the house. Gotta check the cellar. Gotta check the well. And yeah. any other buildings. There's a bunker-ish building. Oh, the bunkhouse for the... Yeah, the bunkhouse. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm missing anything else, but yeah, we should check all those. Let's uh, investigate the upstairs first. Yeah. Okay. I can't go first, you guys. I, I will go first. Do you do any magical-based or potion-based healing before you begin your investigation, or do you just press forward? Nah, man, I'm drinking a potion. Okay, yeah, I, that's why I asked. I'm swigging that boy. Um, yeah, Sid, did you use one of your potions on me? I did, yeah. I will. I will give you one of mine. Okay, it was just a standard, so if you have one... Yeah, that's all I have. Cool. Uh, and then I'm going to drink that. <laughs> uh, it's uh, 2d4 plus 2? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Fear that's... me and my 6 HP oh, recovery. God. It's terrible. Yeah. No. <laughs> Who is taking point as you go back into the house? I will take point. Sit in the lead. You move towards the stairs at the center hallway where you had been battling the zombies. Moving upstairs, you find a hallway very similar to the one below you. There are several doors leading off of that hallway, and I am going to be texting you all a picture of that hallway right now. Oh, fun. Beautiful. There is the layout of the upstairs. As you can see, up. there's a, a long central hallway with three doors leading off of it, with the stairs leading down. Uh. So, Sid, where do you head? Uh, I don't have the picture yet, but I will... Um... I guess I will there, open the closest door. 
Yeah, like right ahead of us to the left, there's a door like right there. So I think that one's probably a good first yeah. one. I'll check that one first um, as quietly as possible. Um, before I open the door, can I put my ear to it and listen? Sure. Okay. Give me a perception roll. Sure. You hear a subtle fart. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was me. Um, what? Grawl in the back. Just... Uh, 19. Grawl's got the fear poots. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a zombie still around here. I, I don't know what that was. Uh, it's a floorboard. The yeah. house is old. With a 21 Sid, you press your slightly tapering ear to the door and you hear nothing. Okay. I open the door. All right. Inside, you find what looks like a single bedroom, a simple bed off to one side, a dresser just in front of you. The only thing of note is on the bed, there is a body. Uh, how, how big is the body? Full grown person? It looks to be a full grown human. Yes. Okay. Um, I walk up. Uh, is it facing away from me? How is it? Is it like, how is it lay, laying? It I is laying that. supine face up. Just uh, it is a corpse on a slab, essentially. Okay. It's definitely a corpse. Okay. Um, does it look blue? No. No. Okay. Uh, does it, is it, does it have the covers over it or is it laying on top of the covers? There are no covers. It is just laying okay. on top of the mattress. It's just laying on okay. And that's the only thing of note in this room. Um, so I'll move on to. All right. Moving uh, out back into the hallway the, at the other end of the hallway, there are two doors. You still haven't seen the map yet. No. Check the Facebook messenger. Did you text it or did you Facebook? Message? No, me message. Oh, whoops. My bad. Okay. I got it. Cool. So you've checked um, that first room that was on your left as you came up the stairs. Okay, gotcha. So there's a set um, of double doors to your left when you turn around back down the hallway, and there's a single door mm -hmm. to the right. Which, um, did, did, is there like a window that's open, like that one at the end of the hallway from which the, like, the spooky boy came out of? It looks Long like the, the window at the end of the hallway, yes, is smashed outward. Okay. Uh, all of the doors are closed up here? Well, not the one you just opened, but yeah. Well, other than that. Um, I will... Um, I'll go into the double doors. All right. Uh, before, before I do, I'd like to listen. All right. While you're doing that, what are the rest of you doing? You Can saw I Sid do a cursory sweep of the room... And then leave and head back down the hall as you were all coming up the stairs. Can I go to that first room and look at that look at that body, I guess? Like see why it wasn't Can I investigate the body? You absolutely can. Thank you. Uh oh. So it sounds like that could that could use an arcana check, perhaps. 
Maybe. Well, let's see what the investigation. Yeah. Because for now, it's just a corpse. Um, and I will. What? And I will do advantage, and that does give me an eighteen. All right. You feel Sadagar tightening around your shoulders, and the collar of the cape sort of blocking out sensation around you, allowing your focus to funnel down onto this corpse. Little threads come loose from the edge of the seams around the collar and begin just like pointing out little details. The old man draws your focus to three things. The first is that the corpse appears to have no cause of death. There's no superficial wounds or anything that you can see. There is a freshness to the body, though. It appears as though no kind of decomposition has occurred. The third and most important thing is that the shirt is open slightly down the chest, and there's a, a lump of something on the left breast that you'll have to pull aside the shirt to see. Okay, I'll do that. With your gauntleted hand, you pull aside the shirt slightly, and you can see beneath the skin is... It looks like treated with something. You're not sure what. It's this thick, black, almost tar-like substance that's been smeared across the pectoral. You're not sure for what purpose. Cherish, can you come do an arcana check on this? <laughs> yeah, just a second. Sid, roll me a perception yeah. check at the door. Yeah. Grawl, what are you doing while this is happening? Um, oh, I was sorry. going to look out the uh, the the window uh, that was broke uh, open to keep an eye on, make sure nothing else is coming for us, because okay. everyone seems to be preoccupied uh, by looking at other stuff. So Grawl is keeping Sentinel. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, I got a twenty-five in perception. All right, Cherish, you were rolling Arcana. Yes. Sorry, there was a bug that tried to get in my drink. Oh dear. I could That's not have protein, that. man. Ooh, wow, those are not very good rolls. Um, it's only a thirteen. Did you take advantage on this? I did. Okay, please let me know when you do that. Oh, yes. So, with a 13, Maz will whisper in your mind and say, It's alchemical in nature. Possibly some kind of treatment for the flesh in preparation for some larger ritual. I do not know its purpose, though. Hmm. I relay that to Tirza. Uh, Tirza does not like that. <laughs> Sid? Yes? At the double door, you hear, with a 25, you hear a low humming sound. Just this... It 
It's like a low incandescent thrum. Like when you get too close to a transformer. Okay. And then they roll out. Not that kind of transformer. <laughs> Damn it. This is dumb, bad. <laughs> uh I would like to open the door as quietly as possible. Slowly. Do you open the left door or the right door? Uh, right. Okay. Opening the right door, peeking inside, there's a low blue light from inside this room that thrums ever so slightly. Okay. As you enter, you can see that all the furniture has been tossed to the left side of the room up against the wall and just in front of you on the floor drawn in some kind of black ichor is a large complex ritual circle of some kind and at the center is a gray stone etched with some language that you have seen before but you can't quite place it and the stone just throbs with this white energy. As soon as you open the door, you feel this intense cold inside this room. It's like a meat locker in here. Oh. Okay. Do I see anything else in the room? Give me an investigation roll. Okay. While he's doing that, Cherish, Tirza, what are you <clears> doing <throat> after you've looked over this body um <sighs> what what should we do with this if would it be it would be proper to give them a burial wouldn't it probably although I'm almost more concerned about you know their bodies being uh, desecrated after death I could make a funeral pyre outside I suppose it's not exactly the most dignified burial but it's probably better than being used as a horrible meat puppet and then turned inside out. And Yeah. Sid, what did you get on your investigation roll? I uh, just got a 10. Yeah, this is all way over your head. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I don't find anything, I'm going to go back to Cherish and Tears. Uh, guys? Do you leave uh, the door open? I assume, so. yeah. Okay. I don't see why I would. Okay. Um, and I, I head down. I'm like, "Hey, uh, Cherish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mind taking a look at this? Grawl, uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. God damn it! Oh, no. Shit. Uh, not good. That is a five. From the open door behind you, where Sid left it open, you mm -hmm. hear this dull, whispering sound drawing your attention back in that way. Damn, 
Come this way, knowledge, power, grow. Um, guys? Guys? You feel your feet Good. moving step by step, <laughs> moving towards that door. You stand in the entrance now, staring at that rune stone in the center of the circle, and you feel mm -hmm. the thrum of the sword on your back. Okay. Not all books have pages. Oh, yes! It's not. <laughs> I mean, yes! See, this is, uh, so this... This is this is one of two things. This is Mike uh, going here. This is a thing. This is a cool thing for you. This is a test, and you're about to get super fucked. Um, okay. Why not both? All right. It's the, yeah. It's the second one. Yeah. yeah. What? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Live your uh, absolute best life, girl. I'm trying. Girl is definitely trying. Uh, okay. Uh, I draw my sword. Okay. And? I can still call out for people, though, right? Like, I'm. I, it's not... It's more of a listless, like, calling over your shoulder, even uh... all of your focus is on this thing as you draw out your sword, as you call out the names of your friends. Sid, uh -huh. you were calling back to Cherish and Tirza. Mm -hmm. As they're stumbling out into the hallway, dropping all of their microphones... I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did it sound like super bad? It was a bit of a clatter. Oh god, I'm so sorry. It wasn't okay. like it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't horrible. horrible. No. Okay. Mike isn't super loud. Just anyways. So I yeah. Sorry. I mean, are we busy listening to Sid describe this amazing sight? <laughs> well, like, I guess it depends on what you're saying. Like, if you're like, "Hey, come check out this other bedroom," like, yeah, let's go do that. I mean, pretty much what I just said is like, I found something. I don't know what it is. Can you please okay. take a look? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, then. Let's go do that. And okay. as you're turning back around, you see Grawl standing in the door, sword in hand, sort of half-heartedly calling out to you all as he's taking another step into the room. Oh, uh, goddammit. Grawl? The stone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd like to, like, um, go up to him. Yeah, let's yeah. get over there. Grawl, you have a moment before your friends come up to you. Is there anything you would like to am do I, beforehand? Am I at the stone? You're, you're less than ten feet away. Okay. Uh, on a... Can I can I stab the sword into the into the wood like floor, and just like leave it? Sure. Okay. So you, you stab the sword into the wood floor outside the strange ritual circle, mm -hmm. and as you all turn the corner, you see Grawl taking a step away from the sword, but then the sword suddenly <laughs> going to one side, almost like leaning forward, its blade. Still wedged into the wood, but the sword definitely moved by itself to point towards the runestone. Oh, that's not good. Do I notice this too? I mean, it's very obvious. 
Okay, I'm dismissing the sword. The the sword's not going anywhere. Yeah, you goofed, man. Congratulations, you played yourself. Get get that knowledge. Wait, wait, wait. How? Let me let me me just roll back a little quick. Who left the door open? How is this my fault? (laughs) Get focus on this thing for just a half. Get some learning, my man. I'm assuming I keep walking towards it. Grawl, you do anything to fight it. You waved a hand as though to dismiss the sword, and the sword didn't vanish. It you're still in control of yourself. The sword is still planted mm-hmm. in the ground, but it has mm-hmm. made its wants and needs very clearly known. Oh no. What are the rest of you okay. doing as you find this scene? Um I uh having eyes on the situation, I'd like to make another arcana check. Okay. I would like to make a religion check. Mm. I would like to talk to Grawl and be like, hey, maybe before we touch the thing, let's know what it is. I don't... Uh, the, the sword wants to stab the rock, okay? I don't, like... I don't know what to tell you. Dirty 20. Why don't we wait? Natural 20. These dice might be balanced weird. <laughs> Sid, what were you saying? Uh, just I was just basically trying to get uh, Grawl's attention and just be like, "Hey, like, my, why don't we just have have? Why don't we just take a look at the stone and then we can touch it? It's it, we don't need to jump into anything super dangerous before we fully understand." How how does that sound, Grawl? Like, uh, yes, of course, I totally understand that. I'm not yes. the one wanting to do this. The sword is the one that wants to do it. You... Okay, me. okay. As long as we're on the same page, then. Yeah, great. Same page. Great. And as you say, same page. The sword like quivers and <laughs> moves a little bit in the floorboards again. Nope. I'm okay. In that case, I'm grabbing hold of it to like make sure it stays in place. Okay. You hold on to it, and it is just thrumming. You can feel the power just surging through the, the blade into the floor. It needs that stone. Cherish? Mm-hmm. Staring at this ritual circle with Maz, you in your mind, sort of bounce back and forth the ideas of what this can be. Maz eventually points out the tiny, singular links of chain placed at different intervals. They're almost invisible against the black writing of this circle, but Maz points them out, and you can see that there are nine of them in total, placed at intervals around the outside of this circle. All of the runes here are written in... What you can only describe as Elder Infernal. It's like the old English version of Infernal. Mm. It's still legible, but the dialect is difficult to decipher. Uh, but it, so, so I can't really tell what it like what it says. With that roll between you and Maz, you can figure out that. This is a ritual circle that is meant to do two things. Create some kind of extension 
or signal booster of some kind from some other magical source. It is routing power from somewhere else and then using this as essentially like a, a Wi-Fi booster. Yeah. It's creating a secondary sphere of influence whose origin point is not technically here. Okay. The second thing it's doing is channeling some of that power into these chain links. And as opposed to the chain links you saw among the chain devil, these ones are just links of black iron. There's no, like, pulsing jewel of neon red light at their center. So these seem uncharged. Clearly the runestone at the center of this thing is the the central hub of all of this. All Everything is being channeled through that. That is the source of power. And the runes on the stone, are those also in ancient infernal? Are they like that weird sylvan language? No, they are written in a bit of a more traditional infernal, actually. Oh, okay. If you wanted to, you could go grab the stone and see what they say. Okay. Yes, that is what I would like to do. Okay. Cherish begins to walk forward. Tirza, with a natural 20. The religion of the Jarashir speaks of creatures from outside this reality. Just on a whole, it refers to them as outsiders. Aberrations, fiends, fey, they all sort of fall into the same category where the Jarashir are concerned. They are mm-hmm. from outside and they have no place here. Hmm. It speaks of rituals that these outsiders will conduct in an attempt to open breaches into this world, create holes in the dam, as it were. Mm-hmm. And it speaks of their all-consuming want to have their own worlds swallow this one. When the final storm comes, the outer storm will inevitably pour into the valley, and as a side effect it will seal away all of those other worlds. All of those outside places. It's like if water fills one side of a dam and the holes spring up in the dam, the water on the other side of the dam is not going to be able to flow through. Mm-hmm. That's how the Jarashir see it. So when the outer storm and the final days come, that problem will be solved. But until that day... They don't want the water from outside pouring in. This is one of those rituals. Everything in your teaching points you towards that. Mm-hmm. And that stone is powering it and is not from here. It is from outside. <laughs> 
and Cheryl moves your towards dex it. Score. My dex? Yes. <laughs> Who can hit I the stone it. faster? <laughs> what do you what do you mean? I'm I'm again, like y- y'all don't understand. My sword is the one that's going after this. I am not the one that's being pulled towards it, right? No. Cherish, you stride over the runes towards the stone. Oh. Uh, oh, boy. And move uh, to pick it up. No, just to read it. Oh, just to read it? Okay. Yeah, I don't want to so, pick it up. It's bad. Everything in this house is bad. <laughs> you all see Cherish enter oh, this ritual circle. circle. Yeah. You're, you're careful not to scuff any of the writing. You're kind of tiptoeing around these runes. Yeah. Almost instinctively. You're not even necessarily meaning to be careful, but it's just something in the back of your research-minded brain is telling you, that don't, don't scuff these until I can properly translate them. Yeah. And you lean over and look at the stone, and as opposed to the black tarish substance that was used to create this ritual circle. The stone is a white gray. The runes etched on it pulse with white, cool light. And you see the same name written over and over and over again on this stone. It is written nine times. And that name is Lavistus. Yeah. And as you're staring at it, you can tell this isn't stone. It's ice. Yeah. All that means is that it can be melted. What do you do? What does anyone do? Oh, yeah, because the the research I did on the Hells didn't really include many names, so I wouldn't really recognize what Lavista. Give me a history check. Without, yeah, without some kind of role. <laughs> that's how this, see, that's how this game works. Mm. <laughs> Thirteen. Yeah, it's vaguely familiar, but you're not sure. Yeah. I mean, okay. you know, context clues, it's got something sure. to do with oh, hell, yes. but yeah, but other than that, I'm, yeah. You know that it's a name. Yeah. Cherish. Hmm? You need to get out of that ritual circle so that we can destroy it. We do we know what it is? It's bad. <laughs> I mean, clearly. It's but that doesn't mean we know how to destroy it, do we? Fiendish in nature. Well, well, I have an idea. <laughs> well, I do too. Yeah, so do I. Should we all just shout out our ideas at the exact same time? On the count I of think three. that would make I think that would make for good podcasting. <laughs> Suddenly, the, somebody... the GM reaches down from the heavens and says, "Please no." 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, Sid, I think that if somebody were to be listening to us at this moment that wasn't the four of us, that that would sound really bad to them. Um, and okay. they wouldn't really be able to understand. So. Gotcha. Cherish, right, get what, out of what, the circle. Yes, yeah, step one, get out of that circle. I agree. Uh, I, I mean, I, I technically know what it says and what it does, so I suppose that's fine. So what, what, what does it say it does? Um, it's like a... A Wi-Fi booster. No. Uh, <laughs> are you saying that as you're getting out, or are you standing in it? Still? I think she's still standing. In it. Yeah. Okay. Daddy, I'm dumb. Yeah. Uh, Tirza is like, like standing at the edge of it. Um, it's a, a ritual to amplify power from somewhere else. Uh. That's basically that's basically the long and short of it. I've seen I this name. There's something uh, familiar about it. It obviously has something to do with the hell stone, um, mm -hmm. which is ice, actually. So I could just melt it, probably. So you should do that from outside this circle. Oh. Um, okay, sure. Sorry, I forgot I was still in here. Alternative. I'm just throwing this out here. Uh, wait, do you, you guys know that the sword eats books? Like, no! 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 I don't remember. I don't. I don't fucking, I don't remember don't all the information. Us, you know what? Okay, we well, this is a great you Don't tell us anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. Fine. Anyways. Now is a perfect <laughs> opportunity for Grawl to share that information. <sighs> okay. So, Jerish, come here for a second. I don't... I, 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 my sword... Um, I, it's weird to say this, um, but my... Hmm, my sword is hungry for books. Um, this isn't a euphemism, really? is it? <laughs> Really, no, really um, fast read. Mike, mm. what is this the this ritual circle made out of? Is it this tar sub? Yeah, you still don't know what it is. But it's it's something black and gooey and yes. icky. Cherish, are you out of this ritual circle? Yeah, I guess. I've I'm it's smeared. I'm gonna attempt to smear it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Reed. I got. It. Can I do that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know that it's going to do anything. You, you you drag your foot across the, the ritual circle. You suddenly notice the little links of chain that were incorporated into it and just smear them across the floor. And yeah, uh, the nothing really happens. You don't notice any difference. The, the runestone at the center is still humming. That's no good. Mm. Okay. I apologize, Grawl. I just, I really needed to do that. That yeah. sometimes works. Uh huh. Yeah. It's Continue true. with what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, fun fact my sword eats things. Like, not like it, a giant mouth pops up and chows down on like a body. Uh huh. It, like, it's very specific. 
example you're bringing up, but sure, go on. I, I, anyways. If there is someone who has a magical book, I take the sword and I stab the book. The knowledge goes into the sword. I don't know 100% how it works. It, mm-hmm. It's how it works. Okay. It wants to stab that runestone. Hmm. And if I don't know if we're going to be able to destroy it with just fire. If I stab it, it goes away. And is absorbed into your sword. Yeah. Better me than someone else, right? We're just going to put it in a bag along with a deck of many things that we're also just waddling around with. Listen. <laughs> Can everyone please stop bringing that up all the time? Does anybody want to hear my idea? Uh, What's sure, idea. You know what? yeah. we're, we're no, all great. putting out our ideas. We're all putting out Here's ideas. A... You have how many of those feathers? Minus one. I what? I <laughs> I used one of your feathers. It's fine. Uh, I... Which one did you use? Well, it, it, we'll get into it later, but it because was definitely the one Because one of them goes that, to Finebrook. It does, but it's fine. Oh, sweet um, Jesus. Sid, old mage's tits. Did you... When did you do this? Uh, Second? Or was this Two nights first ago. Or second? Two nights ago. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> what message did you send to Finebrook? What? We're okay. You stole we, from me. I needed to communicate. I needed to find out if my dad alive. Okay. You needed to do that. You needed it, to do that. You needed to try to waste one of our resources to try to get help on this really dangerous mission to talk to your shitty dad. I have to know he's alive. You could do that any other time than right now. How, how many do we have? We have three? We have two now. Great. Then let's use another one of them to contact the old mage and ask her what we should do with this thing. Wait. Because she wait. knows way more than any of us. Sid, were you asking if fine, Finebrook, if your dad was alive? I'm very confused. No. He I wouldn't w- have... Uh, <laughs> Tirza? He wouldn't have known which feather went to find Brooke. So no. clearly he did it on accident. How's okay. the sword reacting to all this? Is it still like tugging at like oh, trying yeah. to get to Absolutely. it? Yeah. It is very insistent. Uh-huh. It wants it so bad, Grawl. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I'm at a fifty fifty split right now. You can see that there is another rune beginning to flicker on the blade of the sword. It's so close to igniting. If it could just have what is inside that stone. Is it glowing with any kind of color? Might be green. Possibly. So close. (sighs) Okay. Elliot really wants this to happen. (laughs) Tears up. This stone yes. is an abomination. It comes from I outside. I know, and it I has want to be destroyed. To... 
Yeah, it does. This requires and we don't research. Have, yeah, there's there's not. We don't need to talk to the old mage. We just need Cherish to fucking burn it. You're assuming that'll work. Well, try it. Tears of Cherish said it's made of ice. You could just as easily smash it. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Oh, <laughs> Voice <God>. from <laughs> my soul. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, since all of you are clearly so much smarter than me, go ahead and do it. See what happens. And I hope you're right. And if I'm it's not, fuck it. You want the world to end anyway, so. I'm straight up not. Oh I have god. ten hit points, and... Um, okay. Here's what's happening. Grawl, in a moment of, like, watching younger people argue in front of him, decides he's going to stab it. Yes. He is just, yep, it, it, he's stabbing it. This is this might be a bad thing for Cherish, uh, give me an to, insight uh, try roll. To do. Okay. <sighs> Fourteen. As Grawl lifts the sword out of the wood slats, the blade almost magnetically <sighs> pointing towards the runestone, Maz will whisper in your mind, it's a piece from the other side. We could use it. <laughs> and Grawl strides forward. Uh, Grawl, stop. No, I'm making this decision. And you attack the stone? I'm I'm just like I'm gonna stand right over the top of it and just straight down the top. Okay. The blade just slides through this large chunk of ice as though it was nothing. The glow from the ice just dissipates immediately. The ice seems to quiver for a moment, steam and vapor erupting from it. And then suddenly it's not there anymore. And a fourth rune in flaring green light erupts on the side of the blade. Grawl, you See? now know the Tomb of Levistus Eldritch Invocation. Yes! Yes! Ah, sweet. What did you do? Solved a problem. We have other buildings to search. Let's get going. Oh. That's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a tension that drains out of the room when the stone is gone. No trace of it remains. The runes on the floor are marred and destroyed. Whatever ritual was being done here has been thoroughly disrupted. I'd like to go into the room across the hallway anyway. Okay. 
What are the rest of you doing? Grawl, you strode out of the room, I'm assuming. I'm going downstairs. Okay. Sid? Uh, I like to go towards the cellar. That's, okay. where, I'm, uh, that's where I'm about oh, to go Oh, that's where to. you're going? Yeah, yeah. So you're following Grawl? Sure. All right. I'm going to wait in the hallway for Tirza. Okay. Tirza, you go into the last room up here. And moving into this room, you are immediately confronted by another corpse on a bed. This one has had its shirt completely opened, and you see that same black tar smeared across its chest. The difference is this time, strange runes have been carved into the skin around that preparation, and at the center of it, you see a single chain link has been pierced into the flesh where the black oil has treated it. I'm going to do a gross thing and I'm going to take the chain link. Okay. You reach down just tear it off. Mhm. Mm you can see that this chain link has a red little bead at the center of the link. The same that the chain devil had. But as you tear it off in a way, you, with your rough motion, shatter it, and whatever essence was contained within is broken and dissipates. Okay. I stride out of the room, and I don't shove past Cherish, but I don't acknowledge her. Okay. Mind. I guess I could have just left the house. Um, from the doorway, can I see that this corpse is different, or would I have to enter to see that there are runes on it? You see this whole scene play out. Okay. You see Tirza reach down and just yank this chain link off of the body. I want to read the runes. Or try to. I don't know what language they're in. Reading the runes, they're very similar to the ones that were in the ritual circle you just witnessed. It seems to be some kind of linking magic. Okay. And from your mind, Maz will say, Ah, yes. Basic thaumaturgy. As above, so below. It was a channeling uh. ritual. The undead themselves were links in the chain. Ingenious. All connects to the to the chain devil. Indeed. Hmm. But it was that white conducting the rituals, clearly. Yes. That's odd, don't you think? I do not know much about the inclinations of such undead. Difficult to determine what is odd. Ain't that the truth. <sighs> I'm gonna leave the house go well. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's where I'm going to. 
Excellent. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Grawl, Sid. Fiend by the- yeah. You come around the back of the house and go towards the stairs leading into the cellar. Grawl, you're the first down there. And the door into the cellar is a rickety wooden affair. Um, Sid. Yeah? I'm sorry we didn't have more time to ask. Sorry. Just... Just wish... I don't know. Like... My ideas meant anything in this group? They do. I I had to, I had to know if he was alive. You know, Cherish doesn't get it because she's had a parent. I've had no one. I have to know if I at least have one, and then I open up the door. Inside, you find a meat locker. Bodies stacked like cordwood. It is intensely cold down here, but the cold is fading. It seems as though someone turned off the power to the fridge. Mm. Oh, it almost gets stanky. None of the bodies have wounds on them. They're all just dead. Seems as though they were being saved for some reason. How um, freshly dead do they look? They couldn't be more than a week, but it's tough to say. Clearly they were being preserved. Um, what are they being suspended by? Chains, I assume? No, nothing. They're just stacked on the floor. Stacked on the floor. I feel like we should bury them, but that would take forever. <sighs> we could burn it down. Yeah. The Edinsons aren't coming back to this. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. <clears throat> It's not a terrible idea. <sighs> well, cool. I guess we'll find the next thing to explore, and then I go somewhere else. Bunker, I guess. Bunkhouse. Okay. Over at the well. Tirza, you get there first. Cherish, you're sort of following behind. What do you do when you get there? Um, is Cherish... Cherish is pretty close behind me, I assume. I do not know. Cherish, how, tier- how far behind are you? Um, maybe a minute. Yeah. I think Tirza gets to the well and then is like... Like, stomps across the yard to the well and then realizes like, Fuck, I can't see that down this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I'll wait for Cherish to catch up, because I assume I see her coming out of the building and heading towards me. Sure. Cherish, eventually you catch up with Tirza. Um, really not even acknowledging uh, Cherish kind of leans over the well and uh, says, uh, Salut! You hear the faint whispering down there. Not time, no time to bright the light. No, not yet. Uh, quelle est ton but? Basically asking, uh, what is your purpose here? What is their purpose? Oh, boy. Uh, I don't know if you're going <laughs> to like this answer. Um, I mean, probably not. <laughs> I didn't think I would. Mostly just checking what these things' intelligence are. Okay, yeah, no. Um, Ask the goopy well boy. They say, "We are flesh. We are flesh. We are flesh. Molded putty for the master." Uh. I've been I've been trying to do better about. French, so that I can actually ask these questions. So it sounds cool, but uh, uh, who that's is fine because I don't master? speak French. I know, but like I thought <laughs> it'd be neat at least to like say it and then be like, "Here's what I just said, Mike." Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, who is your master? They'll just Dave. repeat the master, the master, the master, the master, the master. Okay. Uh, Tirza, what did you want? Well, I wanted to see if they're down there, which they clearly are since you're speaking. <sighs> Any ideas on how we dispatch them before they get up here? Um, I cast Firebolt down the well. Okay. It, You're just having a conversation with them, and you just... Oh, damn. Cold. It, it seems to have no, no effect. hot. No effect? Yeah, they... Let's see. Roll me percentile. Okay. It's icky. So, 75. Okay. You'll hear yeah. them saying, Not the master, not the master, not the master. Hmm. Uh, well, that didn't work. Uh, and Mike, really quick, Rami, uh, they said we are flat, uh, vessels for the master? Putty for the master. Putty for the master. That makes sense. I mean... If you want to lower me down there, I can probably just, you know, hammering <laughs> gesture. I mean, they're pretty goopy. Have you ever tried to squish jelly? <laughs> yeah, well, I have a little extra, uh, I've got magic light powers, man. 
Uh, yeah, I'll cast fly on you if you just want to fly down there. Sure. Let's test out this nonsense. I guess I'll also cast light on your shield if you want. Sure. So you can see. <laughs> that yeah. might be nice. <laughs> okay. Between those two spells, Tirza, you can get to the bottom of this well and quickly dispatch these creatures. That's not hard. They don't even really fight back. Okay. The quick blows to their spongy flesh. They... Something of note is that when you kill one of them, they will erupt in bluish-white flame and then vanish. Okay. There's no, you know, enjoyment of it. The fight against the Chain Devil was exhilarating, and this just tedious, and mm -hmm. I'm still sad that my friends are mad at each other, so. Girl's not mad at anybody. I know, he's not. He's a good boy. <laughs> Man, it's fine. Sid, um, Grawl, as you leave the rear of the house away from the cellar, you can see Cherish sort of like leaning over the well, watching this happen, and... Pretty soon, Tirza comes zooming up out of the well. That was pretty cool. <laughs> There's a low, crackling white flare from the bottom of the well right before Tirza comes back up. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not even looking. I'm heading straight towards the um, the remaining building. Okay, heading towards the bunkhouse, you find that it is empty. There are beds, there are possessions, but there's nobody here. You've found everybody. Yeah. Between the undead you slew and the rest of the bodies down in the cellar. Do any of the possessions look like... I don't know. Like personal... Items, things that people would really sentimental items. Obviously, I'm not going to know. Yeah, it, would, it would be impossible to say necessarily. You find all sorts of oddments here and there, but yeah. what holds sentimental value and what's just a cool rock they found one day, it's tough to know the differences. If you're looking for like a locket with a picture in it, uh, there might be one yeah. or two of those but you don't know who these people are or what the significance is, per se. You don't know yeah. who's a, a sister, a mother, a daughter, someone they love. You don't know the differences between a ring that someone hid in underneath their pillow because it's valuable and one they hid there because it belonged to somebody they love. You have no way of knowing. True. I guess I just sit in here for a while. All right. The cold wind from the southwest whips up eventually, blowing hollowly through this bunkhouse that is empty, bereft of whatever life once filled it. The smell of a life lived through hard work 
and perspiration has sunk into this place, but it is quickly being stripped away by a bitter cold wind. What strikes you the most about the bunkhouse is that there's no sign of a struggle here. None of the bodies you saw had wounds. It's like the people just dropped dead. They didn't even get a fight back. Doesn't look like it. Grawl, where are you going? Um, is there like a a like log pile for like, like fires and stuff like that? On the side of the um, house there is a large cord yeah. of split firewood, yeah. Okay. Um I'm going to inform uh like Cherish and Tirza that Sid and I plan to burn it down. Um about what's down in the, the cellar. Lots and lots of bodies. Cherish, yeah, you her. definitely have reservations about burning this down. A farmstead in the Drylands is a hard one and kept thing. To destroy someone's personal property like that out in the middle of the farmsteads, it's it's not done lightly. It's Can been least... done, but yeah. it's... Yeah. Can we at least try to get the bodies out and burn them outside? How many bodies are down there? Close to a dozen. Yeah. I'll help. I'll help as well. I'm not sure how much use I'm going to be, but... <sighs> Icker can be cleaned and windows can be repainted, but... I can't burn this house down. That makes sense. I'll, yeah, I'll go to do that. Okay. We should get the bodies from upstairs as well. Yeah, that's, I think that's yeah. where Tirza goes first. As you move back into the house, Tirza, you're stricken suddenly as you move through the front door towards the stairs. You stop and stare at the sitting room where the chain devil had been destroyed. There's no body, no chains, nothing. Oh, yeah. That's certainly no good. Um, but that's a problem for future tears, uh. Maybe all of us at the same time. It seems as though disrupting that ritual circle has done something to restore some semblance of normality to this place. And Grawl, as you're hiking, crunching across frozen ground back towards the cellar, you're suddenly hit by a wave of moths that flutter past you. The barrier you'd noticed before receding suddenly. <laughs> moving miles in mere minutes fluttering past you towards the southwest, the barrier between whatever twisted realms the realm scar has opened into, shrinking suddenly. 
That's good. I mean, Grawl isn't exactly like happy about it, but there is like a little bit of a sense of like a weight lifted to a certain degree because we are actively like doing what we're supposed to do. It's not fun, but it is getting done. Sid, you're remaining in the bunkhouse for now? Yeah. Okay. As you're beginning to carry bodies up out of the house, where do you pile them? Um... There is a large barren patch of earth at the center of the stead where the road circles. Is there, because the stead is far out of town, is there a place where people bury their dead? You would know that most of the dead in this area are buried far to the south. There's a large graveyard south of Blue Gulch where most of the farm folk bury their dead. You know, the miners have their own little rituals that they do on the other side of the river, but the farm folk and the plantation workers generally bury their dead in a graveyard south of Blue Gulch. Okay, so nowhere on the actual farm itself. Sometimes then, yeah. you do, but not here. Yeah. As you're beginning the work of pulling the bodies out of the cellar, Cherish helping where you can, Tirza and Grawl doing the main body of work. You notice almost immediately a black horse riding down the road as you get the first of the bodies out. From the north or south? From the north. You stop and watch, and very quickly you see a man in a bright white suit riding a black horse riding down the road. Hey, buddy. Uh, What's up, friendo? What's up? <laughs> what? Mayor Von Zorovich will stare at the decimation of this place, and you are all just kind of stunned into silence seeing him approach. Yeah, Cherish especially is like, the man barely leaves his house, let alone the city limit. And he'll stare around at the first couple of bodies you've laid out at the center of the stead. He'll dismount his horse and walk stolidly around the house, move into the cellar, pick up a body, and solemnly walk up the stairs back around and begin to help you place them out into the center of the stead. He doesn't say a word as he does it. His sunglasses are still on, his hat is on, his suit remains immaculate while he does this. You don't know what magic is doing that, but silently, deliberately, he will help you place 
every body you can find at the center of this stead. Yeah. Uh, and I think that we, yeah, like, God, this is going to suck to come back to you no matter what, but, like, can we try to, like, lay the bodies out, like, you know, arms folded across chests, like, at least try to make them look as peaceful as possible? Depends on if you were planning on burning them or not. Yeah, I mean, right, like, that's the thing. Because if you were planning on building a pyre, then it is a lot less noble a placement that you must accomplish unless you want to light this whole place on fire because laying out yeah. the bodies like it's that it's going to be a lot yeah and when the mayor starts placing bodies he does so with a with a purposeful but grisly determination of building a stacked pyre and when okay. he's done there's something of a log cabin built around these bodies with wood Yeah. Finally, after all the bodies are placed, he'll remove his hat and his glasses. He'll hold them both low in front of his stomach, and he'll tilt his head down as if waiting for something. I imagine this probably took a while. Over two hours, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Sid would have come out at some point to help. Okay. Many hands make quick work. By the time you're done, it's not even sunset yet. But the bodies are placed. The tinder is set. And the mayor stands in silent observance for a long moment. before he looks over to you, Cherish, and nods. And you can see his crimson eyes staring at you. I think Cherish kind of puts a hand out to, you know, firebolt at the thing and says, but first says, I hope that Celia and Bora and Kevrin and Kala stay safe and that they can find peace. And I hope the rest of the Edensons and theirs find peace too and light it. And Firebolt isn't a spell that ignites spectacularly. It's a spell that shoots a small bead of fire out. Yeah. It can have disastrous effect on flesh and wood but it was never meant to ignite in the way that this pyre does and as you shot your firebolt out you notice the mayor making some arcane gesture with his own hand and you see what looks like in his right hand a small little black leather book that he has open 
and he looks as though he is casting a spell, much like a wizard would. Hmm. The two flames of your spells, yours, that ephemeral gold mixed with red, his, a crackling black mixed with silver, ignite this pyre. Smoke wafting up into the air. The fire burns hot and quick. Much hotter and quicker than it normally would. Some strange power, perhaps the mayor's, perhaps the land itself, quickens the dead away from this place. As the logs crack and fire burns and the dead turn to ash, the mayor will turn away and replace his sunglasses and hat. And he will say, I failed these people. Y'all have done something that I could not. I can't thank you enough for that. I don't I mean cherish I don't think cherish is anything. I don't yeah, I don't know that some of them got away. Flew south what was it southwest? Or is it southeast? Southwest. Yeah, flew southwest of here. I suspect they would. But where they go, I cannot follow. I can. I know. And... These people will be avenged. And I walk towards my horse. Mayor will look towards the horse and the the celestial reindeer standing guard over the windmill. And he'll say, You seem to be short a couple of mounts. Yeah. You refused need... my gift before, but perhaps you might accept this one. And he'll let out a low whistle. And his black steed will come galloping up. I and mean, he'll it's... look at you all expectantly. I mean, yeah, we can do it with two mounts, but it would be better to have more. I mean, we... Just Cherish and I, we gave up our 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 horses. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. Okay, I'm just trying to remember whose yeah, horses yeah. are gone. Right. We we had to get the living Edinsons out of here. I cannot thank you enough for that. Cherish. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'll take the I'll take the reins from him. 
And he doesn't offer any reins, the horse just comes oh. straight up to you. Yeah. And he says, That there Soth is an ornery old bastard, but he'll treat you well. Best kind of horse. Right? Where you're going, I can't follow. I dearly wish I could. I wish I could have been here, but... And he'll sort of <laughs> taper off, looking dejectedly towards the pyre again. The light of the flames reflecting viciously off of his mirrored lenses. Olivia, would you like to say something? I would. I kind of want to mention the fact that Marshall Forrester is down here. Um, but I don't know that that would occur to Tirsa. I'm just smarter than she is. Well, give me an insight roll. Okay, I'm pretty good at those. Oh, but not when I roll really I rolled... Uh, that's a nine. Alright, yeah, you're not... The the fate of the marshal does not occur to you at the moment. Yeah. He's probably fine. He's seems very capable. Yeah. We don't even know he's down... Wait, we don't even know he's down here, right? Did yeah, we, we established do. that last we, time? Yeah, yes, we do. We okay. talked to two... Yeah. Remember old Pete? Oh, oh uh, Pete. I mean, uh, Pete. Pete. Just Pete. Mr. Yeah. Pete. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, I th I I mean, then yeah, I don't know that Tirza has anything else to say to him. I think I'll also go over to where the where the horses horse slash where the mounts are. Okay. Cherish, you see that the this horse Soth is bedecked in a fine black oiled leather saddle with a couple of saddlebags. They seem laden with you don't know what. But yeah. uh, as you take the reins of the horse, the mayor will nod and look to the rest of you and stop at you, Sid, and say Vengeance can be a terrible thing. Finding justice should be your goal, my friend. Vengeance is a fire that can't be quenched sometimes. All I ask is that you be careful where you plant your blade. Discrimination might be your ally where that is concerned. I'll keep that in mind. I will be nearby for when 
The rift is finally closed, but until then, my powers are limited within the influence. And he'll say that last word with a bit of emphasis, a capital I. I, I was going to say. <laughs> I wish you luck. Thank you. And he'll stand back and keep watching the pyre with a solemn almost stoic look. There's a slight tremble in his lower lip and you feel like if a dead man could weep, he would. Where do you go? What do you do? Uh, Brawl, are we doubling up on the horse, or...? I mean... Yeah. That or... You want, you want back or front? I mean... Up to you. Uh, 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 odds or evens? The tail sort of odds. determines who's going to be riding in the back. Oh, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I always forget about that. Okay, yeah. Right. Unless Jerish would like to ride side saddle. Ugh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no. It's, it's, uh... Motorcycle style. I don't know. <laughs> Holding on for dear life. <laughs> okay. Getting up into the saddle of this black stallion, Soth. You can tell that this horse was built for war. Sturdy legs. It snorts. Ready for action, violence, whatever's to come. This, like horse this horse has a temper. Glad I'm not riding side saddle. Mm -hmm. I will die for this horse. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the rest of you mount up. You head to the southwest? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to rest first, but I doesn't seem like that is prudent, so... Yeah, I mean, if, if, there, if that person, whoever left, is like hey, there's some assholes over that other place we were. We should probably be in a more defensible position. I'll say yeah. that over the course of your time taking care of the dead, that will have counted towards a short rest. Okay. So if you wish okay. to spend hit die and recover some of your abilities, you may. We'll definitely do that. Yeah. As you head off towards the southwest... The flames of the pyre stark behind you. Pillar of greasy black smoke rising up into the gray sky. The silhouette of the mayor standing out in front of those flames. He stands with his arms crossed behind his back. Not watching as you leave. He looks after the folk who he could not save who he had sworn to protect. 
You tread away from the Ettenson farmstead. Your mounts steady beneath you. The day is quickly diminishing. You're not sure if you'll reach the hills before nightfall. There's a choice to be made here. Set up camp out here at the edge of the Edinson lands. Beyond their decaying corn crop. Or press on into the night. Because as the sun is setting on those hills, you see bonfires. Dozens of them. Topping the hills. Very obvious against the black mass of the Stormwall Mountains behind them. They rise with crimson flames. Bloody red points of light lining the hills in front of you. And you may approach those lights in the dark, or you may choose to put it to the next day. Anyone? Uh, the most important thing for me is we need to camp somewhere that's not like completely out in the open. We need to have at least some semblance of cover. Cherish, do you know how long of a ride it would be towards those fires? Cherish, you're unfamiliar with this territory. Yeah. <laughs> you could make a rough guess. I think, yeah, I, I, and I think a previous role from a, a less sad time, I determined that I know enough about not knowing enough about horses that going um on tr like not flat terrain in the dark is probably bad. <laughs> you're not wrong. So, like, probably another day, maybe. You know they're not that far. Yeah, okay, like a half a day. If you had pressed on straight from when you'd gotten to the Edinson farmstead, you could have gotten there before sunset. Because yeah. you stopped and helped. Saving the lives of four people and defeating... A, a terrible growing evil you did spend your most valuable resource doing it which is time yeah so you won't reach the hills before sunset if you press forward you will get there well after dark but you will get them within the next few hours or you can stop find some place of refuge Rest and make your approach in the morning. I mean, my vote, and I think Tirza brings this up as they're riding, is to press forward. I, I can't imagine we're going to have... I mean, are the fires right as the foothills start? 
You can see they're on the tops of the hills. Okay. They're spaced, it's difficult to say, but probably every quarter mile or so. Yeah. It's just, it's, this is just desert land in between us and where they are. It's hilly prairies. So there are places where you could probably find a little bit of cover between there and where you are currently. You are oh, okay. riding out from the edge of a burned out cornfield. Uh, not burned out, I mean uh, frozen, dead, withered. Yeah. I just assumed it was all like prairie land between there and here. No, you're you're approaching foothills of a vast mountain range. It can't help but be a little hilly here and there. The, yeah. the lands that the Atkinsons had cultivated was flattened and worked. But out here, you can run into a rocky outcropping here and there, or a, a low hillock with a copse of trees. There's cover between here and the hills, but... Yeah. I think we should rest. Yeah, I do too. As much as I want to go charging in there right now, Look at us. Need to sleep. And I think Cherish and Grawls and I are probably back farther from Sid. And I think Tirza calls up and says, Sid, what do you think? There now. What was that? Sorry, I lost you there. I think we should head there now. Because I'm fine. And I could do it. But it's not or... up to me. It's up to us. We make group decision. If y'all want to fucking sleep, Rest or recuperate and whatever, that's fine. It's fine by me. As Sid wipes his tired eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't think it's strategic of us to barrel in there with injuries and exhaustion. That being said, too, if there's more things there that don't like the light, they're not going to be out during the day. And it might be easier for us to do what we need to do. Yeah. Makes sense to me. So you attempt to find a place to camp for the evening? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Who tries to find a campsite? Or are you attempting to find some place of refuge or camp out in the open? I think, um, so would that be a stealth or a survival? survival. I think we're trying to find survival. a place that's hidden. Right. Okay. I would take survival, or I, I might take stealth as well, yeah. Why not? Though I'd make it a wisdom stealth roll. Yeah, so that would be wisdom score plus 
whatever, proficiency. Whatever proficiency you have in stealth, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I could also do that. Yeah, why not both of you? Or you could either both do it, or you could give one of the other person advantage. I'll give you advantage, listen. Sounds good to me. Good. Uh, uh, I have uh, expertise in stealth. Yeah, you do. Oh. Okay, well. cool. Um, so that would be so it's twenty six. Double, double your proficiency plus your wisdom modifier. Yes, twenty six. All right. Oh, so yeah, my twenty one doesn't do much. <laughs> More than that. Riding forward, you eventually settle on a low hill with a large, craggy stone outcropping leaning off to one side. Seems to provide the best kind of cover from the hills. Hell, you could probably build a fire here and probably not be seen from those hills. All right. Okay. As you're making camp here, you pull your horses off to the side. There's a wide enough area here that you can kind of spread out a little bit, set up your tents, pitch your horses. I don't know if you actually do make a fire or not, but with that high of a roll, you definitely know that it, it would be an option and you probably wouldn't give yourself away. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. Okay. As you strike up the fire as the sun's setting... I need everyone to give me perception checks. Seventeen. Eighteen. Dirty twenty. Twelve. Grawl. As the first little licks of flame are coming up, other people are pitching the tents and taking care of the horses, getting their tack and bridles off and rubbing them down. Whatever you're doing, you stop suddenly as you stare down. In the flickering tongues of flame, you see the reflection of glass in the dirt. Looking down, you see a broken spyglass has been abandoned here. Do I recognize it? You do. Uh, I'm going to pick it up. Okay. Not like picking it up like an item. I'm picking it up like like a kid. Mm-hmm. Everyone get over here. And as you say that, a weak voice from the spyglass says, Behind you. And the rock outcropping begins to move. Jesus. And I think it is there that we will end this session of material components. Because as always, you can find us on Twitter at... Matcom RPG, that's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. 
And you can follow Omatep, because even when he's not in this episode, he is an important NPC. And you can follow him on Twitter at NPC underscore A-N. Listener rolled a 26. <laughs> and this is what we're doing? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's not. It wasn't a perception check. It was a, it was a stealth check. Which is which is why are that, very covered. Why here. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Um, yeah, we're in trouble all again. <laughs> Starting off with combat number two, electric boogaloo. <laughs> uh, I'm at. Uh, cry out Olivia on Twitter. Um, I'm not like socially capable enough to be the group therapist for this group of ragtag heroes. So if somebody, people come give me like interpersonal communication skill tips on Twitter and come hang out. <laughs> Grawl will tweet you. He'll tell okay. you. <laughs> Thanks, Grawl. <laughs> yep. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Redimus. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Mike's making me sad. Tell him, tell him to stop. <laughs> Please tell him to stop. Yeah, don't tweet at me. Tweet at him. Uh, yeah. Um, and I am uh, not on Twitter, uh, but. What you can do instead of contacting me, because I'm just a dude who plays D&D with his friends, you can rate our show on whatever platform that you're consuming this uh, podcast. Uh, please do, um, despite the fact that our characters are not happy with each other right now. The fact is, this is a great group of people, and uh, I think we would all very much enjoy hearing what you guys think. So, please do. I think so, too. I agree. Yeah, indeed. And if you wish to tell me to stop, or if you wish me to go farther, you can do so <laughs> at my personal Twitter feed, which is at MKGorgoni. Uh, I always love hearing from people if they wish to interact on Twitter. Um, you can also find me over at my other podcast, Panel Up, uh, your weekly dose of pop culture nonsense. I think when this episode drops, we will be talking about... Hobbs and Shaw, if I'm not mistaken? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure on our schedule going forward. But yeah, that movie looks straight up silly, and I am excited to go see it. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, Elliot is too. <laughs> I, hope, I hope they literally also, jump a shark. Yeah. And also, don't tell Mike to stop. I might be sad, and I might look and sound like I'm not wanting this, but I love this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elliot and I were hanging out the other day and we made things more sad for characters than they already were. It was really yeah. fun. <laughs> I didn't know it was possible, but okay. Uh, cool. yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> and I just realized I did things out of order. I should have mentioned our email address after I said our Twitter address, not Omatep, and I do Omatep after I do me, but I'm it's late and I've been emotionally distressing you all, so I get flustered. <laughs> But we do have an email address over at materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. Please email us and, uh, yes, uh, let me know if all of my emotional distressing is uh, doing it right by your listening ears. <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
But as always, the world is chaos, y'all, so please be kind to one another. Thank you so much for listening to Material Components. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Bye, everyone.